Valuetown is a production of HearthSim. Find out how to support Valuetown by going to patreon.com slash Valuetown. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Value Town. And if you're you just happen not to be watching the England and Croatia game, just make sure you're watching both at the same time right now, because you know, just impeccable timing of the show. But we do have our own kind of England versus Croatia matchup here today. Kind of, sort of. Uh, I forget. Gar, do you have any? I forget. Is, is your background? Uh, what's your What's your actual name? I'm Serbian. Serbian. But, oh god, that's what it was. Yeah, oh my god. So, oh my god. I should yeah, I should be crucified the, now. I should be completely. From the second crucified. league of England, like we have yeah. like some mediocre-ish team. Yeah. So. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways, big big game going over there. But of course, we've got a lot to talk about today on Value Town. So, um, of course, Gara's back, and want to welcome our guest Raven, fresh off of HTT Italy and taking like a, what one or two days break before probably off to the next event. Yeah, I got a couple of days till I go to Poland to kick off HGG. Oh, so although it's nice. only a couple of days at home, it's actually nice. pretty hype. The the real World Cup is uh, going to be kicked off next week. <laughs> oh, the real World Cup. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, no, that's going to be exciting, though. I'm, I'm glad that the the Global Games is going to be um, a little bit later this year. I mean, last year it kind of like was started in May, and then kind of it was and, drawn and out. It was drawn out like really, really long too. So it's, oh, it's, uh, it's shortened way down. Yeah, and also the format overall, at least for the group stages, is way better because it's Swiss. Yeah. So you get some really cool things going on there of actually how a sort of Swiss bracket over teams is going to play out. So it's going to be cool. Are they doing and the best part of yep. and the best part of all is the top sixteen will be at BlizzCon. Yeah. Have some That's that was the biggest. That's thing. hype. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, hype. better than not having any, essentially anything at BlizzCon. So this made the most sense. Not having the championships there, global games is is perfect. It works for Overwatch. You know, it should work to some degree for Hearthstone too, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, anyways, guys, we've got, uh, obviously huge news. The expansion was announced yesterday, even though I'm not sure it was supposed to be announced yesterday or not, but it was announced. So we got a chance to obviously get to see, uh, an awesome announcement video as well as, you know, some new cards, which we'll, we'll get to in a second. So definitely some, some great times there, but, um, maybe just before we jump into that, of course, like we, what have you guys been doing this week? Like in terms of the game itself, I mean, Raven, obviously just fresh off Italy, but, uh, Gara, so is, so is yeah, Gara. Gara too, Gara too. Like, so yeah, talk I'm about, fresh just, off Italy. We, we, yeah, we, we were talk, together this week. Yeah, I got totally. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I why don't you talk about the experience? Cause I remember the day one, Gara was like, you're like, like, yes, messaging I got, me how happy you were. Yeah. Yeah. Day yeah. one. I did insane day one. I, I don't know what it was. I felt so great. I played like the best Hearthstone of my life. And I was actually in the streaming area. I played against Psycho and I played so well. Like I I I played so I did some crazy plays. Like I fought always like five, six turns ahead. And oh. and he was favorite and I still won pre O. And then I was in the stream area and they told me it's on stream. And then after I finished the match, they said it wasn't streamed. And I got like ultra debated there. Well, there was uh, a lot of stuff not streamed <laughs> like that first day. So <laughs> they told you nothing was streamed the first they, they day. made up for it the next day right so and then for some reason i'm like i'm cursed like all my games on stream lately i lose so the second day i was 
they got me in the stream area, but this time I was on stream and I played against Amnesiac. And yeah, it was a good series, but yeah, I ended up falling short. He's an amazing player. Uh, it's so different to actually like be in the position of a player because you don't see both hands, right? Like then you actually see how amazing a player plays. Like he plays so perfectly around everything, never extended, pushed like damage perfectly, made it almost impossible to develop minions, you know, defensively. And like it definitely looks way less impressive when you see both hands than mm -hmm. when you actually play against the player, especially in the environment and everything. And he tried super hard and I didn't feel bad losing to him. I never feel bad losing to a very good player. Like it's like, it is what it is, it happens. And then right after that, I played against Borg Control. He was like free two as well. <laughs> Rough, dude. He's also another top ten player. You can definitely lose to him as well. Crazy. And yeah, and that's how I went from amazing day one to not so amazing day two. But yeah, overall, I had a bunch of fun. First time Italy, mm -hmm. it was super hot. The only bad thing was that apparently I have, I have super delicious blood, and uh, hey, all the insects can oh, spot it from very far away, and they always went on me. Like all the people around me. Not affected. All the insects go to me. Feels bad, man. Gara, the the insect repellent <laughs> repellent of Hearthstone. Who knew? Okay, well, That's I mean, we're, we're talking about Italy. Why don't we just like to just kind of skip one one thing and just you know go ahead and just talk about Italy since it seems to uh, be a good way. I mean, just this is a good segue into it. So um, yeah, overall, you know, congrats to Hunter Ace. Obviously, just another mm -hmm. tour stop win. Which man, we know the kind of competition that these tour stops and. The the fact that he was able to win two of them now just really begs the question of whether he's the best player in the world right now. So I'll, I'll throw that question to you, Raven. What do you think? Is he? He he just is, in my <laughs> opinion. It's you you can, right. He's he's gone to four tour stops. Uh, he's he's been what the finals of four tour stops yeah. and won two of them. Yeah. And second place, obviously, by being in the finals, the other two. And. He's just already in his winner's interview. It's like we're like, you know, how, how's it going for the, for the next month? What are you looking at? I'm taking a month off. I've already got three top twenty fives. I've won the tour stop. Gotta take some time with my family to chill out a little bit and get ready for playoffs. It's like oh, just casual three top twenty fives already locked up with a month spare. Winning tour stops every other week. Easy, He's easy. just the best player. And and the thing is, after all that, you watch his games and he plays the best right. as well. He isn't just like. Yes, some people can get fortunate, so, you know, so on and so on, and just like they win a tournament or they play well. He actually plays incredibly good Hearthstone, and I personally think he's just the best player in the world right now. I don't really think many people can argue that one. I, I want to disagree. Okay. Uh, Who? We can call him the second best player in the world. I'm, I'm more impressed by, by, by Muzzy. Yeah, Muzzy's... Oh, don't get me Muzzy's wrong. Like, right. you look at Muzzy, you look at Saiyan. There's, there's plenty yeah. of other players that you could argue with, with, within a top five. We're not talking top three right now. We're talking about best player in the world. So, my vote goes to Muzzy. I think he's insane. So, I mean, okay, we, we could go on. The only point I'll raise is, like, it depends how you define best, right? Yeah. Because do you define best by people who just win more tournaments you know is that best is best actual sure. play is best performance over time you know you can you can rate all these and don't get me wrong if i wasn't picking huntress as the best player muzzy is quite easily in in that conversation you know i'm not saying like anyone so else for you a second right now um <laughs> i mean yeah i'd probably i'd probably put muzzy second at worst top three at worst 
I mean, Saiyan's had two top four. Saiyan finishes. is also one that we so, were discussing. The at least two top well. four finishes. I might even be be wrong. Like, I mean, there might even be more uh, finishes. I mean, I had to look at his overall, but I know for sure he's made semis twice now. So, but Thunder Race um, is the best performing player in the world, right? Yes. Yeah. He is. That's that's a nice yeah. way too. I mean, we had Bunny Hopper last week on here, so <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of people I think to to you know talk about in terms. I mean, Aka Wonder has one of the best records over years. Yeah, yeah. This is Aka Wonder actually Wonder's has one awesome. of the best records. It's actually incredible. Of all time, he's yeah. topping top top sixteen since two thousand fourteen, and he keeps doing <laughs> yeah. it. It's incredible. Yeah, he's, he's actually the most he's, consistent player like, in the world. He's like the Terrain of Europe. <laughs> like, wait, who was it? Wait, so um, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot Could this. Aka so Wonder actually be so the funny. most consistent player in the world. Potentially, but it's actually insane since it, 2014. On, I think it was Sunday, was it Sunday or Saturday at, at Italy, right? Me and Sotola sat just watching the stream game because we're not casting it. And Aka Wonders playing, who did he play in top eight? Oh, was it top 16? Uh, Casey. Oh, it was Casey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Casey. yeah. So Casey. Aka Wonder was down one, two, right? Casey's playing rogue and he's super far ahead. And Sotola's like, oh, yeah, good job, Casey. Yeah, you know, because. Complexity, so on, so on. And I looked, I was like, Sotl, you do know this is like a wonder, and he's probably just going to win somehow. He's like, no, come on. And he, he looked five minutes later, Aka Wonder wins the series <laughs> 3 2. And I'm like, I told you, he just wins. It's crazy. It, we actually discussed this because Aka Wonder is actually insane, like his performance. And what does he do different than most other top players? Is have fun. It's, it seems like nothing affects him mentally. No matter how bad the situation, no matter what environment, no matter what, he always seems to be like having fun. Like mm -hmm. you said, it's actually crazy. It's amazing. No how, matter if how he's all too behind. It's amazing what ha having fun can do for you, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> yeah. More players should try that. <laughs> yeah, know, Less complaining, more actually enjoying <laughs> yeah, the game you play. Absolutely. I will say, um, was one other person I think is like that, and uh, we mentioned we were talking about this the other day again. In Italy surrender played. Um, uh, oh, on stream, that's right. Yeah, and yeah. he he because he took, he went to Italy, which was awesome for me. Uh, I'm a huge Thunder fan. But he went. He lost his match on stream to get knocked out. Right, it was his uh, three two match. I think mm -hmm. he, he lost his match. Walked out and walked past us and just like just yeah okay, I'm surrender. I'm I'm cute and I'm happy <laughs> and just just smiling. I'm like God, surrender just always looks fantastic. He always looks cute, and he never looks grumpy, no matter what. He's just been knocked out of a tournament he traveled halfway across the world to go to. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm Surrender. Life's good. I'm like, no. It's Korean. It's amazing. I mean, like... I love, I love Surrender. I mean, <laughs> that's how Kore Koreans uh, generally have very good... You know, they, they handle handle matches, good or bad, very in a very tempered manner. So, um, yeah, so here's the uh, breakdown of the, uh, I guess, the top 16 or... Is it 32 in here? Yeah, 32. Old Guardian posted a nice uh, summary recap again, this uh, event. So, see summaries first, Var Vardu second, uh, Swidzen just saying third and fourth. Temple Storm had a good week, you know, like Muzzy being in uh, top and, eight, too. And Muzzy and Sane faced each other twice. Yeah, yeah. which is... And I, oh my, I, I cast the first time with that... Jackie. <laughs> it, and still made this to it, both I think, How did that I think the, yeah. the first match between them was two and a half hours. Like it, it was what? nuts. Yeah, I'll give a shout the out though first as well. One was just two a few and other... a half hours. I think Holy so. Yeah, I mean, Jackie cast it. That's. I'll crazy. give a shout out to a few other players as well though, because like Boston is a player I keep yep. just saying yep. time and time really again. Good. Like, guys, Boston's really good. It's a matter of time until he, you know, like really sort of goes mm -hmm. crazy. And also Faeli 
Like Failey's been super consistent oh. this year as well. Yeah. He's been in a, a lot of top cuts for tournaments. So shout out to Italian? Those guys. Is he Italian? Failey? No, yeah. he's um he's a uh, Czech. I oh, think. He's Czech. He, okay. Wait, okay. I'm gonna sound terrible now. Oh, okay. I don't think he's Czech. <laughs> okay, I'm, I suck. But he, what he is, he's good at Hearthstone. <laughs> okay, so, there you go. As long as we know he's good at Hearthstone. I, I could probably name like 100 players from ah, Europe in the chat. could win a tournament, and I'm not even exaggerating. Yeah. It's, I mean, we're starting, to see these guys, we're starting to see these guys consistently in these finishes. It's kind of like what you were saying before, or maybe pre-show, is that, yeah, you know, sure. the game is in a great state in terms of uh, you know, the meta, the actual card, you know, like the, the classes and the power level of the classes mm -hmm. and the diversity that we have, it's actually making for not only a, a very good ladder, but also a, a very great event, so, uh, you know, meta. And so, um, it, it's a sick tournament meta mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. It is so cool. Uh, also as well, look at that, just to mention, I don't think we're very toasty, but like top 32, you know, you're scrolling through, we've seen orange is in there. Sippy who made one of the best wild players in the world come over to standard oh, yeah, yeah. but i'll say Dude. top 32 is stacked how many players are in this tournament 400 yeah. or something 400 and something i yeah, think yeah, it, was. Yeah, yeah. it was it's like mm -hmm. and top 32 is a bunch of names we know like it's good that's exactly the game's pretty good right for. now <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly casey on his fourth uh top 16 in four hgt's uh tall stops he's been to so uh, Casey needs to break that curse at some point, but for now, four top six, 16s in four appearances definitely isn't anything to sniff at either. Yeah. I mean, it, it does help that these guys have the ability to be at these tour events too, right? Like, not, not every single player can can be at these events so oh sure, you sure know, like uh, these guys are, are the ones that are, are on teams too and you know are, are able to make it there so it plays a little bit of it but in the end still like i, I think that the top players that are you know they, they are playing the best right they're piling these decks mm -hmm. the best or are getting up there obviously line play a big role too. Yeah. yeah yeah linus play a huge role right now too but of course but you know, when we get up there, we're, we're not we're not disappointed by how these uh, like most of these guys play once they get there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely another great tournament from that standpoint. From the players' standpoint, <laughs> oh, great God. tournament. But come on, I mean, we have to get to the elephant in the room here, which was the production. I it was the worst out of all the tour stops uh, that we've seen so far, and I mean, the level was, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say amateur hour, but I mean, the fact that you have to stop production on day one is n something that should not be happening right now especially in HTT events so um you know raven you were behind the scenes obviously for this mm -hmm. first question is how much of this was not preventable and how much of it was just you know a crew that had no idea whether like never done a hearthstone event really wasn't prepared to do it uh, you know and you know maybe we should have had somebody else do it <coughs> So, um, from my understanding, I may not be 100% correct, but this is what I believe to be true, is the crew, the production crew, had not done Hearthstone before. It was the first time. Uh, I believe they've done CSGO, uh, some, some big CSGO tournaments, mm -hmm. and a few other bits. Uh, what I will say is, again, I'm no tech person, but from what I, I've picked up over the years, I think a, a good chunk of it was, was preventable, to be mm -hmm. completely honest. Yeah. Uh, Mike's not working. Yeah, come on. In the, it, after yeah. the winners interview. <laughs> yeah, but but like to me, um, I, I'm not going to sit here and go in on people, right? Because yeah. I'm just not going to. But microphones not working, and then not having backup microphones in case stuff breaks, because stuff always does break. Um, to me, is preventable. Uh, I think some of the uh, overlay stuff that was wrong 
yes, it can happen once or twice, but it might have been a couple more than once or twice. Oh, uh, so, it was a lot. <laughs> like, so. um, but I, I think a good chunk was preventable. The only thing I'll say in defense is uh, this will probably create stricter uh, uh, controls over future HCT uh, tournaments. And what I will say, though, is, is, is maybe a, a silver lining to a certain extent is any company's first try at Hearthstone tournament, Hearthstone runs like no other eSport. It's very different. So their first try might not be perfect or might not even be close, as we've seen in some tournaments. Uh, but hopefully they want to run again because we do want to keep going with a lot of events. And hopefully second time they nail it down because I know the casters have all given feedback to production and to Blizzard. And um, I will say the guys from Blizzard who were at the event were really good. They they dove on issues faster than you would believe. It's just some things, unfortunately, take a lot longer amount of time. And I, I the issues led to the day being cut short because also the venue, I believe, had a hard kickout time of 11 p.m., which mm. meant because of the issues delaying the rounds, mm -hmm. the rounds couldn't get there right. safely because what... Oh, so the event itself just ended early too. Like So, the, so it should have been four rounds day one, five rounds day two. Mm -hmm. Right, that, and that's actually a pretty good switch. Yeah, a solid couple of days. Yeah, that's that's yeah, pretty fair. Solid day. Um, but with it delayed, what we did not want to do was start a round and not be able to finish it because they kicked us out. Because that that is a bigger disaster than playing an extra round the day after. In, yeah, yeah. in my opinion, like that is you do not stop around halfway through due to whatever reason. Um, but the, a lot of the issues were preventable, like I said, as a commentator and as to listen and be involved of mics not working and was not realizing the mics weren't working, as uh, unfortunately Falcone, I think, bore the, the biggest brunt of that as he cast most of a series and most of his time his mic was not live, which was bad. Um, <laughs> I will say that the team did work on it and tried to improve it. And it, however much it may not have been top production standard, it worked more or less day two and three so yeah we got something going and also one last positive to end on a positive on my review is that they actually hired six casters which is a very big deal to us because you look at dreamhack which is just as many rounds of swiss they effectively hire three casters and and those are extremely tiring long days for obviously the players but for the casters too um and hiring more casters and doing say like the analyst desk side mm -hmm. or the analyst sofa i guess you can call it the love seat as we uh, <laughs> as we named it uh that is is good stuff good ideas right the yeah. execution wasn't there but six casters with like time to look over round scores look at some stats of win rates of decks and classes throughout the tournament that is yeah. great like i will do that every single event but the fact that they hired enough of us and they wanted to do stuff like that was a positive. The execution just wasn't there this time. Yeah, ja Jackie was great yeah. too. Like I think his first event, you know, doing uh, just casting or I, I guess what was his official role? I mean, he was he was he was officially a caster. He was officially a caster, yeah. right? Yeah, I thought he. Was. I'm a cast too. It's a, it looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like talking Harston. It's true. It's true. I don't Fire know car, what guys. would have been more frustrating for you, Gara, to play on the Friday or to be a caster <laughs> on the Friday. I'm. Oh, I have to say, since I, from a player perspective, because they mm -hmm. they get trash talked so much, is I was so positively surprised. I thought it will be way worse. To be honest. Okay. I was positively surprised because I knew yeah. first tournament in a country with 500 plus players 
No freaking way. Re recipe for disaster, right, let's be honest. Exactly. You know, it, it just I, I thought we would start two hours later than when we did, especially with seeing the huge line in front mm -hmm. of the yeah. entrance. Yeah. Usually, like, you get way faster your free wristbands. They had to, like, check in every player individually uh, with, uh, like... Did you have to sign something on our website or go on a website to register something? Karen? Oh yeah, we had to do like some. We had to. Yeah, so I I will say that from again my limited mm -hmm. knowledge, one of the issues that slowed down checking, which is why there was a queue, was apparently in Italy. If you compete at something, you have to go on this website and I don't know, click a waiver or or register, uh, so you're lawfully yeah. allowed to compete. So that was something again they maybe didn't foresee taking too long. I believe the players were told to do it, but not everyone did, and then that's like down. But but anyway, yeah. I'm sorry, carry on, Gareth. Apologies. The, the the only frustrating thing was like like that happens. Like we finished only three rounds. I think that has to be changed. I, I don't want to say we have to do best of threes, but I think at a certain amount of players for a Swiss, if you let like a thousand people enter, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen, right? Then you, you can't have 1,000 people Swiss. We can't finish it in a weekend. We have to add, the, add an extra day or like, I don't know how to do it, less rounds or whatever. It's just bad, right? To, to be completely honest, I think if Swiss is something Blizzard want to push, they have to add in a, a clock, a, a game clock. Yeah. I think a game because that, we that solves game all clock. problems, right? Mm -hmm. You have two hours to play a round. That is a, to me, a reasonable amount of time. Two hours of game time, right? You have two hours to play your round. If you want to play a slow ass control deck and you want to rope every yeah. turn, good luck. Because well, what happens whatever the, the rules are for though. like that? That's well, the real it, question, right? Like, so to me, it to me it doesn't like matter too much it does matter because if both people if well, both uh, uh, no as, as long as they pick a rule yeah then that's the rule everyone knows what it is everyone can prep for it well, we, no one can complain afterwards you can, but it, in, in, you in can. magic people stall for time right people play for draws and stuff yeah but i'm not saying that's good but it doesn't break the game yeah they'll have to come up with something but there are ways to game well, certain you know whatever rules it ends up being hmm. there there could be ways to game it so i think that's uh, why i haven't said what was the frustrating part yeah. The frustrating part was that the, 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 apparently we had shuttle buses from like our partner <laughs> hotels. Yeah. And there just never came. So we were all at this so fancy. As a, as a we had like these fancy four star partner hotels. Everyone just booked there because apparently we get shuttle buses, right? We never had the shuttle bus ever on any day. So how'd you so, get there? That, that's obviously. We had to walk failure. four kilometers. There was one Uber for the entire city. That's, <laughs> one that, and that's obviously for the entire city that's one busy yeah, one person man wow that's and, and, crazy oh wait 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 someone shouted go yeah oh my yeah, god Croatia england the two one down yeah you had to you had to walk one hour to to get to the hotel and every day oh, okay everyone should have walked multiple times everyone should say that our villa it was like a yeah. five minute walk from the bench <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there was okay. enough room i will say for, for the organizers they put us in this massive villa on this hill the view was amazing yeah, i mean every it took us multiple minutes to yeah. walk to the villa from the front gate it wow. was sick there were three cool dogs one was a little bit overweight and that's the one i like the best <laughs> uh because he was just lazy like me but um but it again they put us up in a nice place but no lots oh. of pictures came from the event and they're all beautiful yeah. like everybody getting a chance to visit one one thing i do want to ask you gara from a player point of view is that the, initially it was brought up, oh, you have to bring your own Ethernet cable, right? And fine. Uh, there were issues, though, 
with people pulling when they get up to leave when they're done pulling out other players ethernet cables by accident oh, and i believe chacha boys like lost a game because of it because uh, he was roping to make his lethal play and then someone yanked his cable so because it like and, and something happened where he it like roped out in the time the game registered the disconnect so he just missed the turn uh because some a player next to him pulled out the cable oh. and he thought it was his cable that's brutal. so for me i don't know about, about you garen and you can reply but if i'm playing a tournament and people are sat next to me and there's cables everywhere obviously free that stuff I, if I was finished and the two the two next to me weren't, I probably wouldn't get up. I would wait for them to finish because. So uh, I, you, you mean it was by accident? I mean I don't yeah, see it was how by it would be different with like tournament cables. They're basically the. No, no, and, and and this is what I'm saying. Bring your own cable doesn't matter. But I'm saying as a player, if I have two players next to me playing and I've I finished and they're still playing, I probably wouldn't because there was reports of like. Players getting up, bustling around, moving the table, trying to mess while other players right next to them are trying to play. Like personally, I would just sit there, be quiet, and just wait till they're finished, then get up and leave. Yeah, that's. But I mean, it did, I, I, I think, believe it did cause some issues yeah. from what I know. Just I mean, there were internet issues. True, but... Like sometimes I had to wait one hour before I could play. Just I sat down and then I had no internet and then my table was shown wrong but i feel like i'm it's, so used to it like i didn't come on it's, it's very easy to fix that like you just duct tape like cables down to yeah. the table or whatever but I mean, you can't if you have to bring your own cable of course sure if you have to bring your own cable it's different but if it's like a tournament thing then obviously you can fix it but i mean even if it is a tournament thing you could have things set up on the tables just hire the swedish organizers for every tournament yeah easy yeah fix. Yeah, so kind of circling back because we kind of got obviously gone down oh, down this I, side of talking about the turn wait go ahead I didn't tell you my idea, actually, and I, I, right, I was talking right. about this at the weekend with the guys. So, Swiss is always an issue, right? Because it is extremely difficult to run Swiss, broadcast, by the way, and have no breaks or no downtime, right? Yep. Would you guys still think people would watch a Swiss tournament if it was literally all the players had spectate on? Obviously, there'd have to be some form of rule of if there's more than one, if you caught with more right. than one spectator or, you know, whatever, you, you're not allowed friendly spectators, it's official spectators, right? And instead of us having, like, two stream matches that are set up ready to go, we'll watch a match, and as soon as the match is over, we just spectate a different match and just chain until the round's over. Like, it wouldn't be as flashy because there wouldn't be pre-built images done and, and tons of flashy stuff, but that would just be straight up passed on all the way through. It's like, like rat race then, you mean, kind of thing, where you just like switch from game to game and game. I yeah, think it's fine. better than 40 minute breaks. I agree. Like, oh, yeah. you oh, sacrifice okay. fancy production, but I would rather chill on a couch and just talk about rounds well, and like I, matches and matches and matches. I think it's great because I, I think then it creates like an actual different phase in the event, right? So you have like yeah. the early rounds, which is is a unique production in itself and then you have the later rounds which is more of the traditional thing and, that we've seen that's, and it yeah, makes it swiss it makes mm -hmm. the grand prix feel different say offline to online qualifiers and sure. so on so on because you have that that moment like you just said where swiss rounds casters sit on a couch or whatever get comfortable because let's be honest we're all there for 12 hours a day you know like we sat down ready for a long day of casting hearthstone and we just check in on matches obviously we cast a whole match before we move on but like, okay, let's this match is done. Let's go see what Gara's up to. Click, spectate Gara, go. You know, yeah. I cool. felt it's so funny because not just that. I felt like when I was backstage, we had to randomly wait for like half an hour and absolutely do nothing. Uh, and there, there's there was like, a reason for that. 
Yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, like, what I'm trying to say is that you could just have the time to interview players and show that. I don't know, like, it doesn't seem that difficult for me. Like, this, there was so much downtime, right, uh, between games. That you could have just shown random things. Like, your idea but, like, is to but, show random but, games, which is fine, too. Right, but there's, like, there's limited to the amount of content you can make, right? Yeah, like, there's... Well, I think he was saying... If you're 40 minutes every two hours... That's a lot. I don't of think content he's talking about. Con- I mean, are you talking about content guard? Or are you just talking he's about like, interview players? And no, no. Like, no, like, you had, like, there was just enough time to do it. You could always like show an interview from some players that were backstage. There was just so much time to do it. I don't know right, how much right. time you need to edit it or whatever, but there was just so much like downtime all the time. You could have done things, or at least play music. I know some well, like they, uh, they... Sweet suggested it. At least play music. Um, I don't think music on the official no. play Hearthstone channel. Yeah, I, I think people were tired of seeing. Um, like, basically, yeah. Did know, you hear about people or... getting banned the other day off Twitch, Gar? <laughs> because uh, that might come under a similar issue. Something. No, come but on, just, play Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft. Oh my god. But this Anyways, is what I'm gonna... saying. If we could just sit and spectate for a whole round, once the round's finished, there's obviously downtime because people need to find out who they're playing next. Sit down, get ready. But that's like 10, 10 minutes downtime, and then we just start spectating people again. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, circ- cool to me. So, I mean, circling back to the whole, you know, kind of production and, you know, after this whole thing, you know, this, Harson's going to, or uh, the Blizzard team's going to put a lot of emphasis on improving this, right? How, um, by the way, these I are- actually don't know from the production side, what they're doing at some tour stops is that they show free games on stream. And when those free games finish, everyone will have finished their round. And then the next round starts like immediately after the last game finishes it's on stream. Just not always true, though. Wait, yeah, you, no, no, not always. You talk about playoffs, and not not playoffs. I think it was in in tours where where they showed free games. They choose like free games that will be on stream, and every match will be hundred percent finished before the so, last game on so, finishes. So the issue with that is that to do that, you have to space out the starting of the one, two, and three games. Yeah, and if, for example, match three starts at two games after match two, right? Then match three will always be the last one, but what if match three is a three-hour series? Yeah, but Then you've just delayed all the rounds by an hour back for one match. That's the... That's it, what they did, though. There's... Right, but is, is that better? Because that's still extending the day. That so, still so makes here, the day here, an hour a, longer every round. Here's the thing for me. Right. Like, I think we've been doing these events long enough. I mean, Blizzard's on their own events, like, long enough to know... A lot of different techniques as to what to do whenever unpredictable things happen, like matches go long or matches go too short, and you need to you know figure out how to fill in content or not. And I think right now it's just an, an issue of we're we're not using that knowledge like across the board. We're not sharing that knowledge. I mean, there's no, there's obviously no um, you know required st- you know format or standard for all these you know events to to do whatever you know it would do their events. And I'm not saying that we should necessarily force like blisters go in and literally force every single event to be exactly the same but there needs to be a lot more you know like sharing of knowledge like you know like the production team for the for instance with this i mean there's no reason why the production team shouldn't have been you know um gotten up to speed which is like potential pitfalls and and all these things i mean forget well, about the mics and stuff that that's I, i'm not explainable unexplainable about all that other stuff but still well, like you know some of the other things i, I feel like we we should have seen some of the, a lot of things that worked at other events well one one thing we we mentioned and um uh something that lorinda actually brought up a lot uh, as ideas is uh, we we honestly don't know why 
they don't just fly a caster out a day earlier and we just spend a day with the production team. Because in a day, we could just point out everything that needs fixing or that isn't quite right, or we could practice like things. Because it's not really like, your job to do that, though. Right, right like, but I mean, yeah, that's the if, thing, if, like... if, they, if they pay me for an extra day, Chen Man, yeah. it can be my job to do that. That's okay, what I'm saying, sure. though. Not like during the cast, but fly mm-hmm. someone out who knows Hearthstone broadcasts intimately sure. for production companies that don't know Hearthstone, because then you just stand there and go, that won't work, that won't work, that isn't going to happen, that won't happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we need to do this, we need to change yeah. that. Oh, yeah, Fixed. I mean, that, that's because not a bad idea. Yeah, that's a pretty It's just idea. a very simple solution, and I feel like, we're not even talking about Italy now, I feel like, in, in my time at least, there's been you know productions that just don't quite understand how to broadcast Hearthstone, we, and then they really miss the mark and it causes some issues. Whereas if they just asked someone who, who knew, yeah. they could have said, no, that, that's not going to work. Like we've tried, it's failed before, not worth it sort of thing, you know? Yeah, I think that, sure. I, I, I think that generally that's a good idea. In this particular case, I just think that there needed to be just, you know, some type of checklist to make sure even just the most basic things have worked, right? Like that, that wasn't even happening in this one. So don't want to harp on it too much more, but, um, you know, for sure, I hope that Blizzard does, you know, jump on this and, and really look at it from the standpoint of like, how can we make, you know, at least the quality of all of these tour stops, you know, somewhat similar because right now it, it, they are so different right now. And, you know, unfortunately it affects how people feel about, the system, you know, whether, you know, tour stops are good or not. And, you know, it should, in, in some ways it shouldn't, because I think the tour stops generally are, are working. It's just, uh, you know, like I, there, there are definitely some players and some others that, that are really, Maybe you know, it's questioning because that it's the first point. year, right? It is, but still that, that's not a good enough excuse though. You know what I mean? Like you, you mm-hmm. can't, you can't make some of these mistakes that, that I, I feel like are happening just because just it's the first year. Like you can't I, do that. I will like, say, on top of that, year two, so next year, mm-hmm. if the you know tour stops still exist next year, I don't know, obviously, mm-hmm. but if they still exist and there's any tour stops like some of the has the issues that some of the ones this year have had, yeah, that's a real problem because, like, like you can say, Gareth, like second year, especially if they're companies that did it last year as well, you don't really have excuses anymore. You know, like you've done it, you know how it works, you know what Blizzard want to see. You can't mess it up. Well, the you, second, I, or third I, or I think you, we've event. already been there, though. Like DreamHack, for sure, cannot screw stuff up. I mean, they, they've done doing it for so long, and they know what Blizzard mm-hmm. wants already. So DreamHacks, I, I don't think you know they, they shouldn't have any issues. These type of you know HTT Italy type of things, um, you know, Blizzard cho- made the choice of picking these, these third party mm-hmm. production teams. So and they've done that before. That you know, remember when we were complaining about Chinese productions for the longest time? We've been down this road already. So I, I would have thought that they would have addressed how to, you know, get these new production teams up to speed because that's clearly what they're going to do. You know, logistically, I feel like they have to do that, you know, potentially. And uh, I, so I, I'm okay with that. Like them using third party, that's, you know, totally understandable. Can't have like Blizzard production team just literally traveling every single week. Around the everywhere. world constantly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I, I get that. But they, they need to do something, you know, like more actively about getting mm-hmm. those teams trained and up to speed. Uh, if they're going to be official HTT tour stop, you know, partners. So, um, yeah, hopefully that will happen. I'm pretty sure something of that sort will happen. Maybe even hire, you know, like you said, Raven, that's a good idea to hiring one of you guys go out there. Not even us, just, day. just someone just who somebody, knows. Some consultant, right? yeah, some consultant yeah. for an exactly. extra day and, and just like, you know, basically make sure a lot of things that can be prevented, I, you know, 
Yeah, I, I think the issue is get the basics right. right. That's all exactly. anyone really wants. Just get mm -hmm. nail the basics. The fancy stuff is a bonus most of the time, but just when the basics start breaking down is when people get really disappointed because yeah. it's not really acceptable, is it? Yeah. Okay, well, anyways, in terms of HTC, like the... We're not gonna, we didn't get too much into the meta, but we spent like 30 minutes on it, so we should probably move on. I think just like maybe a few words, like Agara, like what types of, like meta-wise, like what do you think ended up working out in this, like uh, in, ter in terms of your lineup coming into this this event versus the others? Uh, for, for my lineup specifically, or just just generally, like because uh, we we saw like Hunter Ace's lineup, right? It's pretty yeah, pretty Hunter's different is, than like Bunny's lineup. Hunter Ace's lineup is very weird, but it always ends up working super well. I think what almost I'm pretty sure nobody expected is to see two odd rogues in the finals of the tournament. It's considered one so. of the weaker aggro decks in the game. It's like not supposed to beat anything but Miracle Rogue. And he also said himself he was hard targeting Miracle Rock with his lineup, and he only faced two Miracle right. Rock players in the entire yeah. tournament. And still won the tournament, so it's super weird. Like I, I played a very similar lineup to what Muzzy Insane brought, uh, full like the aggro lineup and the anti-aggro mm -hmm. control lineup were considered the two strongest lineups, and they played uh, Priest. I played like big a big spell mage. I was like known for that, but the player who got into the finals and won was Hunter Race, and he played big spell mage. But he played like yeah, did, lineup the targeted rogue. It's did, just... did you know what the best lineup was? Vardu's lineup, which was the Finnish one, uh, had the highest yeah. win rate overall. And both Vardu and Hunter Race had a two and two lineup, two control decks, two aggro yep. decks, and that yep. hasn't been seen since since Pavel, more or less. Right. Uh, that's very much Pavel's lineup approach of two and two. Everyone's been, oh, I'm targeting this one deck super hard, or go all control, or go all aggro. Both players in the final, which includes the lineup that had the highest win rate across all of the matches, was a two and two lineup. So I think we're going to see that going forward a lot more. And and the best performing deck was Audro, which is like the weirdest thing <laughs> of, of all this. Like ladder right now, man. We're seeing a lot, at least outside of Legends, like a ton of Audro right now. <laughs> Might be because of also the, as well, the like the best performing decks are a little bit ropey to look at as well because we 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 put best performing class uh, on screen during the the tournament, mm -hmm. and it was like always the class with one of the lowest games played because obviously your percentage <laughs> of course, of course. looks better. So like Shaman, for example, by the end of day two, I think I've like two thousand Shaman games. Uh, so it was like, well, yeah, the stats are probably not going to look amazing for that class because there's so many games played. Uh, another another thing is that is very overlooked is that you can... There's a lot of RNG in who you face because people have these super polarized strategies. Like, for example, mm -hmm. the first day I faced three people that had aggro decks in their lineups and I just free owed them. And then the first opponent on the second day, it was an anti-controlled strategy and I got free owed by him. So you really have to dodge people that hard counter you if you want to make it far. I, I, that's, that's why I'm wondering, like, is that why the two and two lineups did so well? Because probably. it's not it's not an extreme hard counter if you've got decks that can grab a win and decks that are slightly less favored. It's just a more all rounder for a pool of of so many players in in the Swiss. It might just be the safer play overall, you know? Yeah, could be. We, okay. we, we still have to wait for the till the end of the year. 
like it's still like a relatively low sample size, well, right? It's going to be a lot different here in a month, so it's going to be crazy oh, yeah, different. True. That's yeah. that's true as well. So, um, you know, I think this is winding down. You know, obviously the the end of this expansion and you know what this meta is, is but um, yeah, it, you know, it's just crazy that literally every single week we see a different type of lineup that does well. And you know, like last week it was you know killing all days, crazy aggressive one. Even though Bunny Hopper ended up winning with his, but it was still like oh, the the all aggressive deck seems to be the thing that you know had the advantage over everybody else going into you know the last rounds of the tournament and then now we're seeing a hybrid you know basically that's that's the approach to win this one so mm. really really great the I most, mean, it's awesome the most shocking thing was definitely that suddenly zoo appeared out of nowhere though like suddenly everyone was playing no, zoo. no but zoo, zoo, zoo didn't do well though the... like yeah, yeah. No, nobody brought it to the tournament yet because you had to submit yeah, yeah, two yeah, days yeah. before yeah. that sure, but sure. it popped out of nowhere and yeah, then suddenly yeah. it was playing zoo Okay, well, anyways, why don't we move on? And before we do, I just want to let everybody know that this episode is sponsored by uh, ZipRecruiter. Uh, those of you not familiar with ZipRecruiter, uh, they are a job site, and hiring is a challenge right now, of course, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart, and a place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates, and that, of course, is ZipRecruiter, and you can go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Valuetown right now. And uh, what they do is they, whenever you, you post a job, it sends it over to over like 100 job websites, uh, with uh, you know just their their boards or job postings, so you don't have to go to each of those hundred sites. You can just go to ZipRecruiter and it and it, it kind of curates it all for you. And um, you know the because of this, right? Like eighty percent of folks that are employers that actually post on ZipRecruiter find their quality candidates on the very first day, which is quite that's crazy. That's actually really really impressive because I even myself knowing like trying to find some you know contractors or whatever, it usually takes like a few days to do that. So. Um, 80%, what we call it, win rate, I guess, for this type of thing is it's like a amazing. Win rate it's an awesome win rate. Science, Can yeah. you imagine 80% in, in Hearthstone? Um, so yeah, anyways, go go check it out. Um, you know, with with this result, so it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And you can try it for free now if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Valuetown. And again, it's ZipRecruiter.com slash V-A-L-U-E-T-O-W-N. And um, you can start... Uh, you can start for free right, right away. So ZipRecruiter, smartest way to hire. And give them a shout-out, too, for sponsoring Valuetown. All right, so now we're going to talk about the uh, the big expansion, which I was not expecting to. I was expecting to, like, barely miss some type of, you know, announcement this week and, and have to, like, figure out, do we do we do some quick show, me and Kara, like, so, to talk about it? So you saying so, it was you who leaked it? <laughs> it was me who leaked it. <laughs> you need the content for Valuetown. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Someone was like, like uploading yeah. is like, damn, dude, I need some content. We got nothing to talk about this week. <laughs> exactly. No, no, no. Release uh, the expansion. Yeah, release. <laughs> I wish I had that power. That would be amazing. No, no, no. But um, yeah, so the Boomsday Project was uh, is the new expansion that's going to be happening in uh, August. And um, this was a surprise to everybody. I, this got leaked apparently on their YouTube channel. And they just had to obviously accelerate a bunch of this announcement and, and PR and everything. And I think they did a good job, given, mm-hmm. given what ended up happening. Um, so they ended up posting this. Of course, the, the YouTube uh, video with Dave Kozak. Oh. I mean, let's talk about that video first because... No. Why? You don't want to talk about this video? Why? <laughs> that was so cringe. That video was actually magnificent. I'm being Dude, serious. I think this video was extraordinary. $2 production, though. Yeah. It was amazing. What? You didn't like this video, Gar, really? No, no, it was like, I don't know. 
it was meant it was satire it was meant to be like that right like you know it was meant to be like bad maybe i'm just missing ben broad i don't know so oh okay so that's very interesting right because one of something that i was discussing with like the casters a few other people that the announcement video and one of the things that came up was like this video shows that team five can continue without Broad and and yeah, still pull it I off agree. because this video I think was absolutely fucking great. I honestly it, like, dude, I thought it was amazing. It was like a hundred x better than anything they've ever done. Yeah, and they were already approving, you know, improving with their video production the last expansion, but this was like. You know, another level like TV. Sh- it was like watching Good Eats. I don't know if you've ever watched Good Eats on. Um, it, it, it was, it, anyways. It, it's a it's a show it's okay. that was very similar, like in this, but it was it's about food, you know, and and um, but Alton Brown kind of reminded me of Dave Kozak. I tell you, Dave Kozak's just just talented. You know, like as a as an entertainer, so it, and, and just as funny to hang out with, by the way. In case, yeah, I can like, imagine. You guys are wondering, like, he's imagine. actually just the same, <laughs> maybe not quite as mad scientist style, but yeah. it's actually just a lot of fun to, to hang out with as well. So it's, yeah, so I know he definitely mixed, did a great job. I know there's mixed results. People think it's cringy, but I mean, just looking at the production quality of everything that they did in it, uh, I mean, yeah, it, was, it just shows you how much production. That's how it looked like. What do you what now? It was like a two million dollar production. Yeah, That's how seriously, it, looked like. it was. It looked also, like like a TV show ish type of like an episode also of a TV the, show. The thing that's super excited to uh, me, I don't know if you can like fast forward to the end sure. just for a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. but like the animated part at the end. Oh was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wait, dude. are we getting animation? <laughs> it's like Rick and Morty type like, of thing. Sick. Yeah, yeah, dude. It looks like I'm like, yes. Oh, so good, man. Make a show. So good. <laughs> the Netherstorm too. That was so good. Oh yeah. man! It's, it's like, like I was like, wait, is this just going to be a show? Because if so, sign me up. I'm in. It looks great. Yeah, oh. that that is by far continued. the most the most impressive thing that I think they've done uh, in terms of you know this kind of content. And I mean that includes like the crazy animated Pixar looking thing too, right? They've done, but this is mm-hmm. another level. The writing was great, and and uh, just their understanding of the community and doing this, I think uh, was living up to expectations. Cause they had, I mean, oh. they had to, they had to basically figure out how to do this without Broad and, and everybody's expectation mm. that this is going to suck without exactly. Broad. And this oh. was awesome. Also as well, just in, in case people don't know, every person in that video is a member of team five. Mm-hmm. None of them are actors. Just, yeah. just in case you don't realize but, yeah. I mean, it was Dave carrying every. I mean, the other people were just no, no, but there was like, regular there, people. There was like, <laughs> you know? there was four or five other people, but I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah. they were all in Team Five. It wasn't sure, like sure. him and some actors or some at random. Like, yeah. Because uh, the um, oh, the thing with Uther in it, right? Like, they were actually actors, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? Called? I can't remember what it's called. The Uther, the thing with, with the printer and stuff in the office. Yeah, yeah the office stuff. Sure. The, 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 the yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure they were actors, whereas these were like just Blizzard stuff. And they, that at least made it funnier to me. But Yeah, yeah. So anyways, they started out with this video. This is the, probably the video they got leaked to, I believe. Um, and then in it, you know, they, they did hint at a few. They showed us just you know, cards and they explained that, you know, were the, the new mechanics that are in it. Uh, they did like show briefly some here, like this card, this... You know, when they were showing the shaman card, right before the shaman card, they kind of like leaked or we, we saw a quick preview of another it's, card. I, 
the, it's Doctor Boom, the Warrior Hero. Oh, was it actually Doctor Boom? Okay, well, I, it's I, I didn't Boom actually pause it there. Okay, it's the Warriors getting a new hero like Hagatha. Ah, like the, the yep, yep. Nights, and it's and it's literally Doctor Boom, so that's going to be pretty exciting. So Doctor Boom's back, which is <laughs> in a different state, which is really cool. And then of course they they uh, announced these five um, cards, which uh, I was going to show a little bit bigger here. So, sorry, was there like an uh, a release date? Is there an uh, official release? No, date? there's no What's official release date? date. The release date never happens until like. I think usually they announce expansions like on the 16th, so I think it should have happened like next week. Uh, also, also as well, I, I will say the pre-order says the packs become available early August. Yeah. So yeah, there's, there's a ballpark is, like the first yeah. second week of August. This is normal though. They never tell us yeah. the exact date until like literally a week before, um, pretty much. Um, but some of the other details in the announcement were the bundles. So they're offering another pre pre-order bundle uh, they actually have two of them this time around and um they changed it up the the really good bundle which used to give us like 20 extra packs in the last you know the witchwood expansion this time they're going to give us a golden legendary like uh, of our choice right uh, I, I think we can choose what no, it, no wait way. i think no, it's random is it <laughs> no random way. okay yeah it's random sorry I don't, I don't know Gold, why. Golden I Legendary, yeah, yeah, golden legendary from the set. From the set, from like, the set. Yeah, yeah, yeah just, set. just to really be <laughs> I said it was by choice. It was still random as to what you're going to get, but you get that basically instead of the 20 packs. Um, also, you get the Mega Jaraxxus Hero, which you know some folks were already, uh, like Savitz, I think, was probably the first to show on stream yesterday. Uh, yeah, I bought that instantly. With <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> it's definitely pretty sweet. Um, so a lot of people you know, are wishing that we had the 20 packs. I think I I'm in the same bucket. I, I think the 20 packs is much more useful to folks than just just getting a random legendary because sometimes random legendaries suck, right? So um, I think getting uh, more chances at epics and, and things I, like that. I will better. say the random golden legendary allows you to craft any legendary you want, right? Oh, I guess if you it, sell it, and yeah, then yeah. you, you can, can pick it. a legendary which. Is actually very worth. Imagine, imagine pre-expansion. You could just pick to have have Baku or Gen. Sure, hundred percent. Like that's yeah. you know, it's something. I, I think it's. I think people might have blown this a little bit out of proportion because I've seen a lot of complaints. I mean, unless I, I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the legends are super good. If they're crazy like good, dollars. That's the main complaint. Well, it's eighty bucks, right? I think it's eighty dollars. No, it's it's eighty euros for me, which is a hundred. Oh. That, that's the, that's the Mecca Jaraxxus one. It's yeah. eighty, right? Yeah. Well, let's look. I mean, it's just like I show you. Too. Is it? It's, did they really make it for Europe that they they copied the eighty dollars to eighty? I think euros? so. This this is what they've done this in the past. This is so look, bad. This is what happened. Remember four? Remember we talked about this this whole um, currency thing, right? Like they they yeah, did that. That's... Like yeah. So it's it is the same. It's so it's much same. cheaper. It's much cheaper here in the U.S. than it is in, in yeah. Europe. All right, it's... hang on, hang on. Uh, it should be sixty-eight euros and fifty-two. Oh, is it? Okay, okay, okay. Well, no, no, is it, is it, is it, no, no. Wait, wait. That's what the the current conversion. Okay. Is. So, what does it look like uh, for you? I actually don't know what it looks like in in Europe. For uh, me, it's a hundred dollars. Is it? It's it is eighty. It's eighty euros, euros yeah. for you. Oh wow! Yeah. On okay. every server, yeah. That's not good. <laughs> they they shouldn't have so done expensive. that. They really should have done that. I have to buy that. it, and this is not the, the minimum. This is yeah. like I have to. Buy more packs. Yeah, so I have to spend like you're 600 get screwed euros. and everything but qualifiers, man. With pre order, I have to spend 600. Everything but qualifiers. Every time. You get screwed. It's just, you know, it's just. <laughs> Free to play, uh, by the way. Yeah. So, anyways, completing it all, they, we get the you know you get the Jaraxxus thing. You also get the Jaraxxus, uh, the Mecha Jaraxxus card back too, which is pretty I, sweet. 
Yeah, and just a small thing as well. I do believe that Mechadrax says you can only get from the pre-order. Yes, that's right. It's the only way you're going to get it, and it's a hero for uh, like Nemzi, for example. Uh, so, and, and it sounds badass. So I would recommend it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, it's cool. I mean, Drax, Drax is, uh, We don't get to see normal Draxes very often anymore. So we we got we got to see this new Draxus and this new Dr. Boom. You know, this is going to be amazing to see that one too. Um, so exciting, like this whole mech type of theme. And, um, you know, this isn't a World of Warcraft thing at all, right? This is completely uh, a Hearthstone specific thing. So, um, outside of like the setting, right? Like Neverstorm and yeah, stuff. Outside but outside of Storm, of that, yeah. But this yeah. whole mech thing, you know, this whole crazy mech thing, I don't think sure. is, is, uh, something that the we've Boomsday seen. The Boomsday Project. Right, right. So let's talk about that. Like you like the theme. Um, we can start like even starting to look at some of these cards too. But um, generally, you know, we haven't talked about mechs in man years. You know, ever since like mech mage and and man, what else? Mech shaman. I, I don't even remember like what what type of mech uh, deck. Mech hunter. Good, even. Well, mech hunter. Oh, yeah, I that remember. too. But that's like two I, years ago or so, at yeah. least, right? So which is actually kind of why I I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like it's been really long enough since GVG and since original Doctor Boom that you know anyone who's like no they're just redoing GVG but slightly differently, cool. Like, we've <laughs> yeah. not had, we've not had GVG in standard for years. Yeah. Like, I mean, let's, great. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's look at me. let's look at the mech cards that are currently in the set. I mean, the, this is it. <laughs> we've got <laughs> you're, seven you're cards. It. Yeah, it's like okay, so. We need a lot more mech cards, I think, to to make uh, this set pretty interesting. But um, to talk about just the new cards that they announced during the um, the video and the just the general announcement yesterday, we, they started off with Spider Bomb and Omega Defender just to really talk about the key, new keywords. So let's start with the Spider Bomb. It's a three mana two two mech for hunters. It's a rare card. It's got the new magnetic keyword and death rattle destroy a random enemy minion. And for those that don't know what a, a magnetic keyword is, they, they kind of explained it. It's basically uh, a magnetic allows you to um, you know, use your body and your you know and the text on the card to buff another mech, or you can just use it as the body itself, like you know just what you see right now with the spider bomb. So um, it's kind of cool. It, you know, it allows you to basically be a spell and be uh, a minion you know just uh, however you want to use this wherein before you could only be one or you the other you get the the effect as well right yes yep you get the you effect get all, too you, you, you get, get everything stats and card text yeah. so it's, this is the fir- first time you can actually change a death rattle to a battle cry through through mag- magnetic yeah because you like it is a death rattle effect but you give it a minion on the board and then you can trade it off so before you play it no it doesn't die yeah. it's not considered dying it's considered like attaching itself to it. No, if you have a mech on the board, like this yeah. is a definite effect. But if yeah. you give it on a mech on a board and then trade it, then it's yes. basically a de- battle cry from the hand, in a sense. Well, you you're attaching a death rattle to a minion. Yeah, from oh, a minion. Is that what you mean? That you oh, oh that's what you mean. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you were. It's kind of like, like indirectly yeah. using a definitely in a battle cry way. It's yeah. it's more like it's just like just like assigning it, a death. It's like a spell. It. Yeah, yeah, it's like a but spell somehow, basically. Yeah, but yeah. the opponent can't play around it though. In a way, it's. I mean, you, you can, can play, play around it by it, killing but... a mech, right? But then you still have like the death rattle for this. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> like that death rattle is a really nice nice death rattle, and you can still play this as a body. So you you always have the ability to play this card. Even you know the the play around for this card isn't that. 
like just all or nothing yeah. type of thing. It, it it's even it's the worst like case is not bad. A deadly shot with a two 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 body. Yeah, yeah, kind of. So. Yeah, because you can use it like immediately. That's the thing. And if it would be yeah. just definitely, we would. And, and, and also, there's a slight added value of well, that can be the mech that you magnetize a different mech from hand two, right? So that also procs a different magnetic oh, mech. Yeah, that's a good. Piece. You, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's yeah. also you, you a target as well as a yeah. spell. Yeah, you exactly. Buff this exactly. dude. Yeah, so. <laughs> It, it just the it, idea is cool though. Yeah, it adds more versatility to the cards. Again, like it was kind of like building upon what they did last expansion, the Witchwood, which was they're creating more dynamics to the cards, which in a way is just creating, in my eyes, multiple cards in a single card, and that that's like really efficient design efficiency. It's it's super high, and I, I think that's just you know again like it's really really smart on their part, and it's just going to make for you know more interesting plays from the players. Uh all this says to me is like the one thing I think Blizzard or Team Five really have to do quickly, in my opinion, is just start going nuts with the game again. Because I feel like the game isn't very crazy right now, um, in terms of just doing crazy things. People like doing silly things in in the game, uh, whether they think they do or not. Um, and well, name the crazy things you can do right now in game. Maligos combo with Twig. Not, wait, I've already well, run I out. Mean, there, there's a Kill lot of too? like Azalina stuff. Like Azalina. I mean, there's Azalina stuff. There's Hemet <laughs> stuff right there. I mean, Shutterwalk. I mean, there's. I don't. I don't think there's a, a lack of potential for doing crazy stuff, even with the current cards we have. Yeah, I, so, I think I don't, for, for me, I'm there's not only like quite in that same bucket there. Yeah, I mean, for me, there's only like two or three cool things you can do in the game right now. As in, like crazy cool. There's a lot of cool things, but this like is just giving us options, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you want this as a minion? Do you want to, this to attach something for a buff? Does this get you lethal? Does this kill a certain minion? Do you save this for later on when there's a bigger minion to kill? Like, options is always fantastic. And I, I, if more yeah. cards come out like this, this is looking pretty cool. Yeah, th this isn't crazy, in my opinion. Like, I actually think this is great. You know, like, th this is, you know, like, not something that's going to do something huge, you know. This is a removal card that's just been masked in a body or like a choose one body or spell type of thing you know sure i'm just talking about the mechanic cool. mind i think yeah what if there's a magnetic attached like rocket launches to your chicken or something and then <laughs> oh my you know, god deals like X oh, I, you know what i mean though like you, yeah. they could literally make a battle cry or death threat. i'll do all sorts of crazy stuff right yeah sure um, okay, so talking about the next uh, keyword that they added, um, or it's not really a keyword, but it's just like um, a type of card that's not a tribe either. It's just like an Omega type. That's kind of how they they, they mm -hmm. what they called it. So this is a four mana two six Omega Defender. It's an epic. It's a it's not a class card. So um, the text is taunt Battlecry. If you have ten mana crystals, gain plus ten attack, and I think the general Omega stuff is going to be if you have 10 mana crystals, then X, you know. So in this particular mm -hmm. case, this would become a 12-6, you know, um, if you reach 10 mana. But you only spend four, though, right? Like, you're not spending 10. You're just spending four mana, and you're going to get a 12-6. So um, it's one of those things that it's clearly better to play this later. And in the past, in, in Hearthstone, one of these type of cards would just be completely unplayable early game. But this card's a 2-6 taunt early game, which, you know, you could use in Taunt Warrior. I mean, there, there's a lot of different ways you could, you know, use Taunt and and, and even just the most basic, which is anti-aggro. So, um, yeah, thoughts on Omega and this card generally? Gara? 
uh, I talked about this quickly on my stream with Frozen. It's just a card, it will not be good enough to be played in a deck, just because it's too bad on curve. Because we have all this power creep, you can't underestimate the cards we have to play right now uh, to be good enough. The, but it will definitely see a lot of play from Stonehill Defender. You will discover this card a lot, because there's a lot of bad outcomes. Good point. Yeah. And this is one insane outcome from Stonehill Defender. It's just a good free card, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I mean, the six it's damage at, at late game isn't so hard to remove, right? But twelve, no, you know, anything with twelve threat is pretty awesome. Like you wouldn't play it in your deck, but if you discard it from Stonehill, it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Okay. And it's not I, good enough for Tondrich, for instance. I, I do like Omega though. It's mm -hmm. pretty cool. I uh, like. Hopefully, maybe there's no Mega Legendary that does something like. Whew, it's, it's like a one mana one one chicken or something, but then like oh, it omegas. To, like, it, you mecha know chicken. it will be. Yeah. You know like, it. No, yeah, like no, I'm being serious. Like I know, omegas, I, I, like I am mecha too. chicken, and it yeah. just blows the Voltron like, chicken or something. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it plays cool music. It comes in riding like a hoverboard or something <laughs> oh, whilst God. playing the guitar. Like it would be That'd so be awesome. sick. But but I do like again. It's just like more things to consider, more things to think about. It does worry me that omegas just leans towards druid. Like every single time, because Omega's going to be at 10 mana, guess who gets to 10 mana in the blink of an eye? So it worries me that just the mm. Omega cards are just going to be best in Druid, like, flat. I'm not saying they'll all be played, but the ones that are played are just so much better in, in a Druid deck than anything else. It really just depends on what, like, if it's going to be, sim I mean, I know they're all not going to be exactly like this, but let's just say it is basically just manipulating stats. Um, I don't think it's that powerful, actually, if it's just manipulating, you know, body stats. Because everything that we would want, even like in a big druid right now, they all have these crazy dynamic text, you know, that does super cool, awesome shit, you know. So I don't consider this in, in that same boat. And would I give this up for, you know, like a, a Lich King or, you know, one of the dragons or the Hatcher or any of that stuff that's happening like in a, in a huge druid like that? Or even just like Malagas and, you know, all that stuff, right? No, I, I wouldn't. Like, it's just a big body that... You know, you can, you know, maybe BGH comes back. You know, just like there's removal. I mean, yeah. even the spider bomb, like, removes, like, these kind of body things. It, uh, it is easily. weird it's not a mech, though. Like, I wonder if yeah. they tested whether the Omega stuff should be a mech, and they were like, no, this is way too OP. You know what I mean? Because then it's yeah. this card plus a tribe. Is that just, I'm guessing that's Well, just, I mean, just like, you could put spider tested. bombs on this. I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, it, it would probably be scary, right? Yeah. Like, if, if it was a tribe. So that's probably why it isn't, because it's very clearly a mech. Like, yeah. it's literally a goblin in a mech right now, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, so uh, yeah, pr I think pretty interesting concept. Well, we'll we'll see what happens there. Uh, then they then they announced just a straight class card, Shaman Legendary. That's a three mana three three elemental. Uh, elemental obviously working pretty well with Shaman. Battlecry, your next spell this turn casts twice. So uh, that's very very interesting, given that. You know, like things, first things that go through your mind are, uh, you know, volcanoing twice or lava bursting in the face twice or, you know, like, like all kinds of creative healing rain twice. It's, the, it's pretty amazing. The only thing about targeted is it's random targets, right? I yeah, believe sure. Hearthstone well, confirmed so, it's so, random targets. So, so is volcano. Is, is it <laughs> random though? Or is it the same target? I because think it's random. The, the random would be horrific. But I think it would be the same target. Like, Wait, the, so, so the second cast would be random? Oh, that's I, terrible. I, I believe like, so. No I don't think it's terrible, though. Like, imagine Bloodlust. No. 
No, I think from a logic standpoint, it has to be the same target twice, right? Like no, you, but bloodless isn't it, the target. Hex the hex. Bloodless isn't the target, yeah. right? So it's yeah. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like play this and bloodless plus six plus uh, plus six attack to all your minions. That's good. This plus healing rain, really good. This plus uh, lightning storm. This you know that all that still works. I just think that so, nothing nothing we've had uh, like this targets the same thing, right? Yeah. We, well, something. Uh, so somebody in chat said that Blizzard confirmed it's the same target. Oh, okay. It wouldn't make any sense, random. Like, yeah, for me at least, it wouldn't make it too much sense. Okay, cool. I mean, ra shaman is the the class of random targets already, <laughs> and for the most part, or at least Unless not you not, not you, specific. Like this and hex yeah. and hex your own guy. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I'm happy that it's the same target. Makes yeah. the card better. Well, Hex, no, you know, is a better insane. Yeah. This card is insane. Yeah. You might actually change Shadow up to like a semi-elemental list again. But you, there's so many... Oh, yeah, I it's an elemental too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, damn. You can do, like you can play the buff card, and then you, like, you, you play it, and then you buff it plus four, plus four, then you have a suddenly... Um, two more elementals. Seven, seven, and then you get two elementals as well. Yeah. There's so many things you can do. It's super good. I'm just can looking you? at Bloodlust, me. I that eight mana kill your opponent. Like let's go. Like that's insane. <laughs> okay, I mean, it's, it, it's that, that is purely the reason why this card is a uh, is also like odd, right? Because just to take it, just remove well, it as far away from buffs as like uh, even Shaman can get. What what about Farsight? I mean, you yeah. get double yeah, Farsight you, on. Yeah, there's a lot of cards like oh that. Oh my god, that. this card is just wait, insane. Actually, wait, this... hang on. Uh, uh. How much damage can you do with uh, a Doom Hammer and Rock Weapon, Rock Biter? What do you mean, how much? That, I mean, you well, can... you cast Rock Biter on your Doom Hammer weapon, and yeah. then that casts twice. That's plus six. Then you can play your other one, which is another plus three. Okay, so that's so nine. That's nine. So that's eleven. So that's twenty-two from hand. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. I'm yeah. just saying that like, just random wait, things. If it casts twice, right? Like Rockbiter's how many? Uh, Rockbiter's two now, right? Isn't it? Or wait, how much? It's two mana. It's two mana, right? So it casts it twice. It uses your mana twice, right? Does so it? No. No, it can't do. Because this this will cast it. It's the way like all the other castable minions work. The I minion cast the spell on you. That's oh, the only thing. I see. Okay, so right. it, all lightning storms, it will definitely I'm, overload you twice. Oh yeah, if, I, I just it, mean like if it overloads you, you twice, three... it should use your mana twice, right? No, huh. no, never like that. No, because Yog used to overload you, right? And Yog casted the spells, don't you? Yeah. Mm, but I, I just mean like this plus two oh, rock fighters is only seven mana. I see. Uh, that's not right. and three cards. Okay. Pl okay pl sure. Sorry, pl plus plus the yeah, demon yeah, 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 of yeah. course, but yeah. that's like twenty-two from hand, and you can still fit in lava burst. It's like twenty six from hand. That's it's not a hard. I'm just combo saying that's either. pretty sick. No, it's, that's what I'm saying. Not a hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So you battle cry. So just next spell. Just no, no matter how many turns it takes for you to actually cast that spell. Next cat. Next spell that no, you do. No, no, no. Your next spell this turn. Oh, it has to be oh. This so turn. it has to be yeah. this turn. Yeah. So if it has to be this turn, then you can't do that. I guess if you had Doom Hammer already. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm assuming you already have yeah, Doom yeah, Hammer yeah, at this right, point. Right. You don't do it all from hand, but uh, like Doom Hammer so with so like many charges combo. plus that. Yeah, it's like a two-turn combo, sure. right? That's pretty sick. I yeah, that's, I that's, feel that's... like it, like it will probably the the most common way how this card will be used is something super low key, like you play this plus Lightning Bolt for four mana, and then you kill like you just fireball something for one mana, and then. Or, I think this will be like super common, like or, in the actual or, game. Or it's like a, like there's a new shaman draw card 
you know, like a draw spell that you oh, use yeah, this yeah. for like an ancestral like, yeah. knowledge, like draw yeah. four cards. Oh, God. Now I'm just wondering, like, is there a way you can save to get Maligos on the board? Oh, yeah, something that we also discovered, by the way, is you can do probably OTK combos with the the, the spell stone because you can play this plus spell stone on, like, if some charger sticks on the board, like Devil's Soul, you can actually play this plus spell stone. Also, plays the spell stone twice. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's cute. That's, that's hard, though, but it's cute. That that's super hard because the spell stone seven mana. <laughs> it's already hard to like, play the spell stone now. Like, yeah, yeah and forget. It's so funny though. <laughs> oh, oh wait, hang on, hang on. So they just mentioned in chat, murmuring elemental plus this means you next two spells cast twice. Oh geez. Maybe it might not. It oh, might be one of those things where Buzz is like, it's like a cute. It depends how the the stack works, right? Mm. Oh wait, no, it won't work, will it? Because cool. your battle cry goes twice, but the battle cry is your next spell. Spoilers. So it's always guy, just that next spell. This guy's toast. Oh, toast yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. it's the, yeah. the word it, it stops overlaps. that happening. Yeah. The word it stops just cancels that it out. So it it's not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, anyways, it's... Cool card, they, though. They, yeah, <laughs> they, they picked a good class to do this for. It's like... Totemic maybe... Might is the best one. Which one? Totemic Might. Totemic Might. Yeah, dude, somebody will try it. It's actually <laughs> like, pretty good. So, somebody will do it, yeah. And then they're gonna dude. they're gonna finally make the double Alakir, <laughs> you know, the the summon the Alakir thing. I forgot what it's called. Like I even revealed that card. I don't even remember what it's called. It's gonna yeah, be yeah, insane. Yeah, but um, okay. So those are three of the cards. Uh, here are um a couple others that they announced, or actually there are three more. Actually, one was announced today in. One yeah. of the 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 Ron, <laughs> the Ron G, um, uh, animations, which is cool. But biology projects the uh, druid card, so one mana spell, and it's a common. Each player gains two mana crystals. So um, this has been a, I think, an, a very interesting topic of discussion. Just given that um, myself, my first reaction is like, this can't be good. Like anything that gives both players something is not a good card, especially historically speaking. Like nobody plays those type of cards. Um, but then a lot of people are like, well, you get the, you know, you're going to be the first person to react to these crystals because they're actually full crystals that you get, I believe. So, um, the fact that you get to react first to it makes it, you know, a, a very, very advantageous card for you, even though you're giving your opponent two more mana crystals too on his turn. So kind of want to see what you do after hearing that. It's like, okay, I can. I can see that, and obviously in Druid, ramping is, is super awesome for. A Wait, lot how of are you first? Because, because the, the mana crystals are full. Yeah, so the mana so, crystals you gain so the, are full. The, so you this, get them right. Uh, away. Uh, imagine Wild Growth and Innovate slept together and had a baby. That's this card, <laughs> more or less. Because yeah. you you gain yeah. one overall mana life because you've spent one mana to gain two, but then you've also ramped two mana, right? Yep. But you've ramped your your opponent two mana too, yep. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying overall, it's like wild growth and an yeah. innovate into one card. That's right. But for your opponent as well. Yeah. So this, I think, is, so, this is this is uh, interesting. This is maybe what innovate should have been, right? And like Maybe super broken OP. Yeah. Like, you, you can play this and wild growth on turn one. Yeah. Th this and what? Plus wild growth turn one. Oh, wild mm -hmm. plus, yeah. Isn't that super ultra mega hyper broken? I don't know. I mean, but you're giving your opponent. Like, you're, but, but you're giving your opponent. But, but remember, you, you're, you're only ever still one mana ahead of your opponent. Yeah, you're still giving your with opponent. wild growth in this. Yeah, but what about if this is a pretty damn good card? There's almost my, no card that can my, compete with it. My question is: my question is, if you do that, then you're on what four, and no, then five. five. Yeah. Then your opponent's on four. 
which means you they get the to seven. play a four drop. Yeah, but all I mean is they get to play yeah. a four you drop. You nourish. Right, right. No, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. You win the game. I'm just saying. <laughs> Two free. Uh, the one thing I point out as well is like pr- the project part of this this card. Their projects are a new card type, kind of. Um, and they said that there will be a lot more projects, and projects will affect both players, uh, just like this does. So, oh, it's so a kind this is of, the theme. This is the theme. Yeah, pro- okay. a project is. Uh, the, mm-hmm. uh, the pro- yeah, I don't know, whatever. But there'll be one that maybe does damage or buffs two creatures, one of yours, one of your opponents. Hmm. I don't know, but uh, there's wow. like a dual thing card, which is cool because again, it's more decision making. Do I want my opponent to have this benefit as well as me, or do I want to hold off? Or you know, wow. it's cool. It's going to be interesting to see how they can do this eight more times, you know, make it an interesting decision, right? Because, yeah, I think this type of card, you guys, you know, let me know what what your thoughts on it. But if you're playing against an aggro, let's just say you're some type of control druid, right? And you're playing against an aggro, this card is really good for you. (laughs) Like, you know, I think that ramping a, I mean, an aggro deck that just like dumps their hand on the first turn, like which one's worse? Aggro you know deck that you're going to be playing against right now that tries to dump their hand on the first turn and you getting closer to your swipes and you getting closer to your giant taunts like spreading plague yeah and spreading plague too right this is like so great against aggro this is like crazy good Right? I, I think. Yeah. I, 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 I have a feeling like that this good. will be either unplayable or completely broken. Yeah. I, I, can't I think see this being like on a middle ground. I think something we're not really looking at as well is like it only costs one mana to play. Know, so then huge. you look at stuff like auctioneer and and, uh, and and you like like oh, even Vi- violet teacher. The violet yeah, teacher yeah. this violet into a buff. You know, there, there's just a lot of things to consider with very cheap spells. You always have to remember cheap spells are super powerful because they're fucking cheap <laughs> like and the yeah, and druid ramps into more ramp like even yeah if you give your I, I, I think that the fact that druid had you know when innervate was plus two i think the fact that just druid has the capability of doing plus two like regardless of what their opponent does i, I think that is where it's just super strong like we're you know like too strong potentially so it's only plus one though right in terms of innovate comparisons it's the same as innovate I know, but old innervate. You spend one mana to gain two, which means you're only gaining one. Yeah, but yeah. Th- th- it's really the ramping aspect of it, though. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah, biggest part, right? Like, I think that the fact that we could do it in a turn and innervate was already crazy mm-hmm. broken in a huge strength of, of Druid just the lifetime until it was actually taken out or changed, sorry, nerfed. Now, I mean, we're, we're bringing back that concept to drew it again giving them the ability to do that again uh and i mean i think we're going to be in the same boat that we were i think with innervate when it was pre-nerfed um just regardless of what your opponent does i mean if your opponents are druid too then obviously it's it's, it's mirror matchups are, are completely at different le- at least but, the opponent gets mana as well right maybe yeah, this will be good enough because it was only the druid that did it and you couldn't really do much against it because you were stuck with your yeah. mana. I, I, it's very unique that now you have to ramp two. I mean, like this is like you play. this. I feel like this promotes a, a very control-oriented meta. You it know, like, definitely make the games faster. Well, people will want to play control if this card is is just really good in the meta. So, uh, like over aggro. You know what I mean? Also, I'm like, guessing people play way heavy card draw then as well. Because you can just spend your, your yeah. mana every turn. It's pretty fascinating card, but it's scary. It's definitely a scary card because it could 
really will warp the meta or just like easily okay druid's just good i mean Druid's already good so like druid's just gonna be even better you know with this so eh, i i hope it's not as good as we think it's gonna be let's just speak it that way i hope it's a trump five star it's just, <laughs> and we could be okay with that um all right next card we got a three mana two four stargazer luna it's uh the mage legendary after you play the rightmost card in your hand, draw a card. Yes, we finally get one of these type of cards, which is like has something to do with positioning, you know, in your hand. And with this, this this sounds like anything that you top. If you play any cards that you top deck, then you get to draw a card. So, um, kind of interesting. I don't know if it's going to be like consistent enough to play, but there could be some crazy aggro mage that almost anything that you draw, you're going to play instantly. And this like gives you a card engine for that, like arcane missiles and stuff like that. So is this just going to lead to OTKs? You think OTKs? Because, well, think about this plus Sorcerer's Apprentice plus a deck loads of spells. And you just go Frostbolt, Frostbolt, Fireball, Fireball. Like whatever, you know what I mean? Like if you have like two or three Sorcerer's Apprentice, maybe even more depending... Like, does this card just... What about Cube Mage? Sorcerer's Apprentice and Cube. And then you just play this and start casting spells at your opponent's face. That's a lot of setup. Nothing. It's a lot of setup. I mean, we're not even talking I mean, about early either. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it's it's a scary card. Yeah, and if, if, you, if you're drawing cards that cost, like, one or nothing, then you just keep playing it until the game's over. Does Mage really it's have an issue with drawing cards? <laughs> like, I don't... But don't... I'm saying you just kill someone in one turn, they have no reaction time, right? Because you just keep drawing every single spell you use. Yeah, it's possible. But is I don't know if it's any easier with Luna versus... I don't know, just having a Luna. I mean, people still try to run the, the you know, um, the OTK Mage, even, you know, right now, right? But it's not nearly as good as it used to be. But so I don't know if Stargazer really helps it. Well, you draw your deck though, right? Late, like, all, all, like, all, yeah. But all you need is you need the setup and then one spell on the right, which you, your deck will be full. So yeah, and then you just kill them. Like, I'm not saying it. I mean, like look at this with uh, I, I don't know. There's loads of cards, but yeah. like, it, and we've not even seen any other mage cards yet. This is one mage card. Like, if yeah, they release yeah. any other good spells, like this, this could be nutty actually. It could be. Apprentice. It could, yeah, it could, it could definitely be. It's interesting because mages have a lot of ways to draw cards right now. Alunith, you know, just everything, basically everything that it has. It's probably got like three or four cards, oh, three cards right now that draw cards. So. All I'll say is it's cheap enough to be a combo card. That's all, right? It's for only sure. three mana, yeah. so it's pretty cheap to for its effect. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I could see just throwing this into aggro tempo mage right now, and it and it could improve it a tiny bit um you know just giving a little bit more draw power than than strictly waiting for a luna type of thing um you'd have to weigh the options because you're getting rid of some key spell to do it uh, but okay uh let's see um i don't know gar unless you had any comments on that card no yes or no i mean it's rng it's i don't know i don't like it <laughs> i, think I, it's I mean it is kind of like a hyrule card in a way right yeah yeah that's how i see it and if you draw good cards then it's perfect and if you don't then it's free mana you gotta have a cheap yeah i feel like you have to have a very <laughs> low mana spell curve right and, yeah if you and can't that. play it then it's just a free mana two four well if you play it and you just don't have like you draw something bad for for your 
yeah. top deck, it's, it's you're screwed, mean, right? It's a high roll con. Yeah, yeah. But like you can It'd be cool if you could shuffle your cards. Like you could so, you could reorder your cards, you know? Like there was something that allowed you to do that. My uh Yeah, I'm I'm just thinking like for three mana, you play it say turn ten. You have another card in hand that you can play, right? Minimum. So it's probably gonna be seven mana or less. And then you can just probably draw one to two cards. And it might not be a massive combo, but it might be yeah. good enough. Let's see. Maybe that's it's a cool what, card. Actually, you know what? Maybe that's what's going to happen in the next mage card or something. There's going to be another mage card that allows you to shuffle your your hand or some, you know, like do something different with your hand. I wonder. I wonder if that's any any you know maybe some type of clue into that too. Hmm. But anyways, this is the first time they're doing that. These are kind of the kind of things that I think we've seen in like a lot of custom cards. So uh, really cool. I mean, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're doing this type of thing and the last thing is myra's unstable element which is the rogue legendary draw the rest of your deck excuse me five mana to spell just draw the rest of your deck <laughs> like okay every class is getting a legendary spell right and this yes is the rogue yeah yeah that's another thing about this expansion we're going to actually have legendary spells for the first time this has to be good right mm, i th i mean Imagine in an aggro deck, you just splurge your hand onto the board in the first four turns and just draw 10 cards to try and win the game. Maybe not even that early, but just saying, I, as it like, imagine odds rogue, right? You, you fucking, you run out of cards halfway through the game and then you just go, whatever, five mana, draw a full hand, let's go. Like, I don't know. The card seems pretty decent. It's to like me. a Lunath on drugs, basically. <laughs> it's, def it's definitely a weird card. Yeah. And it's one that it, we, we've never had to deal with, even close to this kind of effect before. But uh, I think the, like, God, if Hunter had this, oh my Lord. I'd love it. It's so sick. Hunter already has this in the form of a weapon, dude. <laughs> in, in a way, it kind of, right? Like uh, a, a full yeah. reload. Right. I mean well, there's there's no like, there's no negative impact to it. Like this one well, actually has random, a negative right? impact. This would be fatigue instant. Like you have to kill the guy. It probably right, but five you build your deck to kill them. Like that's yeah. what I don't know. Like maybe, maybe not. It's interesting. And it's odd as well it's odd as well, so it could be played in odd rogue. Yeah, but if you fail, play full burn, you play Sinister Strike, you play Core Blood, Sleeper, oh, all the burn. Oh my and god. And then you play this. Yeah. And then you draw full, like you're already super aggressive. You have all these cheap minions to just do uh, damage. And, and they're all odd, so you can put that in odd rogue, which is already like well, screw, at worst screw deals odd two rogue. To let's four just damage. let's just say you put a bunch of chargers and face spells in it. That's it. And, and then you draw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That could be pretty interesting. I mean, I, know, I think, I think it could be strong. Okay, yeah. my experience with these kind of cards is the last two we got were DKs and legendary weapons and most of them are you draw it you play it you win the game if the opponent doesn't have an answer if he doesn't have his own dk uh, to fight my yeah, dk i will true. win if if i play my skull of the minari and you don't have a weapon removal i win the game and i have a feeling that these spells might be the same yeah i draw so, it and i will probably win the game so so the way out like i i see this card is you play in super aggro right um, and then my question is, after turn, say, six or seven, in a highly aggressive deck, do you ever draw your deck? No, you never go to fatigue, right? Do you ever even draw 10 cards? Probably not. You've either won or lost by that point. This makes you draw 10 cards. Screw the rest of your deck you were never going to draw anyway. It's a card you, you have to play. Yeah, it's but insane. It's, 
it's insane, but it's it is, but it it doesn't make for. I mean, this is like anti what they did with Witchwood. You know, like I feel like I was hoping like with this expansion they would just kind of build upon Witchwood and and kind of like ease its way into like power level again. This is just literally like what (laughs) Gara said. Like you just it's like high roll. Either just beat your opponent quick, or it's it's like doing an eight eight Van Cleef. You know, eight eight or a ten ten Van Cleef early on, and it's just like okay, that's it. We're just gonna go all. In. We're literally go all in super early, and we win. We win. If we don't, we we just lose. But we're gonna. We, that, this is pretty much the style of play that you're gonna have. Is that not what an aggro deck is anyway, though? Right? Yeah, but like, this, a, a high, this is, highly aggro deck. Yeah, but usually there's more finesse going on in there. This is yeah, yeah, zero it's finesse. Just like, it's just a like, high power spike card. It's yeah. like, it's so Come on, the, the, the finesse is drawing your deck in one turn, guys. Come on. The finesse is building, put, like putting face. Yeah, <laughs> putting literally put, chargers the, in. Look, the finesse is the finesse is putting Wolf Rider in your deck. <laughs> exactly. Twice. That's Wolf what the riding it again, is, guys. Man. This card is super high skill, Kim. <laughs> A lot of people in the chat didn't think it's going to be good. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I, I think I think this will be played. To play this Dr- card. Yeah, drawing cards played. is often pretty good. That's my analysis on, on the game. <laughs> it's the most powerful thing, I think. Arguably the most powerful thing. So, All right. Well, anyways, cool cards. I mean, lots of discussion. We were just talking about these cards for like the last 30 minutes, and they only showed us like six of them. So um, lots uh, of... Of goodies coming our way, you know, in the near future. I guess it's just full out card announcement time, right? So, um, <laughs> I mean, right? if they wanted to announce the expansion next week, then probably not yet. Well, I mean, they Ranchi got it, right? Did they move up Ranchi's, um, you know, reveal? I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I actually think it might, I think the video might have gone earlier in the day than intended but it intended to go out that day oh you think it intended to go out yesterday okay well okay my question is would you upload a video to youtube if you didn't intend to post it pretty soon yeah i i thought it was you gonna wouldn't be upload Thursday. the video to youtube and be like it's ready for next week like you'd upload it the day you're gonna post it i think it just went early that's that's my. i, I still think they were debating us with the whole like 12 thing like saying it's a brazilian community thing and then in reality it's like oh by the way yeah it's brazilian community and it was the expansion <laughs> like why would they send a graphic for a brazilian community thing i i just no offense to the brazilians but it's very strange that they would send you know something that looks very global you know like from a a graphical way you know just saying something about the the expansion or something i don't know anything so i don't know it it was it was pretty interesting whatever it was i agree with you Revan. i think it was this week sometime um you just wouldn't take the chance of posting it to your youtube video like that Mm -hmm. i think they might not ever posted to the youtube video <laughs> ever, ever again until they're like literally ready to launch the puppy i i honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they did it on purpose you think leak. so okay <laughs> yeah okay. i mean it wouldn't be People the first company yeah. to accidentally leak something kappa would it you know what i mean like it's literally a marketing strategy a lot of the time yeah absolutely okay um let's see anything else uh, with in terms of the ex- announcement I think we covered it all. Right? Uh, the oh the the thingy sounds cool. The the adventure style of the, the Oh yeah, the, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah. It's like uh like puzzles. puzzles and yeah. survival puzzles and yeah. you've got to you've got to mirror the board exactly. Yeah, uh, dude, puzzles. I like that. So all, all that like Yeah. Also it kind of like low key teaches people to play the game, which is it's like a high-level tutorial, actually, isn't it? Yeah, we we talked about. I mean, th- this is you know, Gara. I'm not sure if you you know you partake or uh, 
you know, back when Jackie and Allie were here, you know, we were we were doing the, these host challenges, right? And it's basically this kind of thing. It's like playing Hearthstone in a different way. You know, like you don't have to just win. <laughs> you know, like you can actually try to do these silly things that interact with, you know, if you're a streamer, interact with your stream and and you know, with the show interact with our our, our um, actual viewers, and you know that's what we were doing before. You know, we were like one of the challenges was like let's get all seven giants like on the board, you know, and take a screenshot of it, you know, that sort of thing. Um, this is basically that along the lines of that. So they, they'll have puzzles, um, like like Raven was saying. Let me actually bring the page up. It, it's, it's like lethal four or challenges. five different types, I think. Yeah, lethal challenges. Um, mirror the board. Let me see. It's at the bottom of this page here. Yeah. Uh, clear the board. I figure out a way to clear the board, too. Um, yeah, it looks like clear the battlefield of minions and then survival, which survive is yeah, survive the enemy hero, which I'm not sure what that is. I mean, survive the enemy hero. Isn't that just like regular? Right, enemy hero power. <laughs> oh, oh, enemy hero. Enemy hero oh, enemy hero power. Okay, so they'll have like right. hero power that does X, right? So, yeah. So there, apparently there's over 100 of these. Which it's actually be, pretty sweet. Yeah, I think this is going to be a lot of fun for a lot of people. So, um, yeah, this expansion is going to be packed with some pretty Lit. new and cool things. <laughs> Lit. All right. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to do some Q&A here. I don't think we're going to have time for Mechatorks, unfortunately, but we got some new cards, so we're kind of talking them. We're going to have to save them again. I know some of you folks have been sending them in. But before we do, I want to give a shout-out to just some of our supporters on Patreon. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash valuetown and make a pledge. Any any donations like really, really help out. Uh, help us with just you know, continuing to do the show. But I want to thank Mike T, our legendary producer, as always, and then uh, some other patrons, Bryce L, Dave C., Chris Chilma, Blake T, Eric L, Jackpot seven seven seven, N Burst, Gabe Gabriel G, David H, David F, and Andrew C. Just to name a few, and uh, you know we try to do this every single week. So if you guys have been listening for a long time, you know we do, and we always eventually get to every every one of our patrons. So um, thanks a lot, guys, for doing that, and you guys are the best. Also, if the other, those of you don't watch it every week. We're also, of course, an hsreplay.net show. So um, you know, go to hsreplay. Find out the latest stats. Find out what you should be playing at your rank, at your region. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll be climbing the ladder super fast, like right now, especially in the middle of the season. Okay, going to uh, Q&A here. We've got a few questions here. Ahmed N., our, our good buddy, asks, uh, was this the most diverse meta in the history of Hearthstone? And I think the other question we have is from somebody... Okay, well, I think somebody else also asked something similar. So I'll just add on. If not, what was the most diverse? You know, the beginning. Um, which one? You can't top the beginning. In the beginning, you could play all nine classes and like 20 different decks. Yeah, okay. But, but they're all, they all bad, right? So what? Like, yeah, but I mean, okay, the beginning of any game is the most diverse. And meta that's, no, that's it's, not, it, it's not a meta, right? No one knows what they're doing. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think this is the the most diverse the most diverse meta. I think at championships there was only one class that wasn't banned, which was warrior, and that's all because only one player brought it. Um, and yeah. faced a lineup uh, and faced a group that didn't want to even remotely ban warrior. So all uh, eight classes were banned in one championship event. Like it's pretty crazy. Actually, it almost never happened. It's, oh, it's, it's never the happened. Diverse meta with. HSreplay.net and all, all this basically soft Hearthstone in like net deck. Yeah, basically the net deck in the net decking world where everything is very, very available to everybody. 
this Maybe. is yeah by far the yeah. the most diverse meta and an achievement in my my mind like it's how can we have 15 decks that are viable right now you know like that's so hard to do in in this day and age of hearthstone so um yeah i i don't think there's even gvg wasn't this or naxxramas wasn't this naxxramas probably had like eight eight decks that were super viable i mean they were all different classes if, if we had like all this like all these tools that we have available now mm. all these websites as we would have solved it way quicker yeah it's, it's because of that like now to achieve that is super hard all this also i i don't think there's um really the the presence of an all-powerful deck right mm-hmm. like look, look at you know something like patron warrior when it had warsong like that deck was just absurd. Uh, the meta had to beat that deck. Right now, whatever deck you choose, it beats like a good chunk of it and gets beaten by a good chunk of it. So oh, there's no that. like you, you don't build a deck to beat one other deck. Yeah. Uh, to to yeah. beat like the, sorry, sorry, you don't build a deck to beat the best deck. You build a deck to have the best matchups versus the most yeah. decks. Right now, yeah. it be, because you I mean, can't just at... be like, "I'll beat the warlocks." It's like, well, which warlock? Exactly. Q, exactly. Even zoo. It's like, what do you want? It's too hard. You can't do it. I mean, just even look at the power. Like here's just the general class power rankings, right? Just look at the range between the win rates. You know, like it's small. You know, like this is very very tiny and, and close i mean there there is a little bit of haves and have nots right now this second but um you know the last three months this has been so tight you know like and and usually it's super tight in the very beginning of an expansion and then it just like increases this usually gets down to like a 46 you know like the worst class but this is at a 48 right now so it, it's it's kind of crazy popularity is just based on a lot of different things so that, that's not as much in, in, indicative but the win rate is popularity is based off Twitch. <laughs> exactly. But look at the warlock though right now, twenty six percent basically. That's insane, man. That's how many people are playing warlock just from rank four and up. That's that's nuts, man. I mean, that's so. that's also very very heavily impacted by HS replay, right? Yeah. If if is. HS replay says one deck has the highest win rate across everything, so the most it is. But look at on. that. It's but look at look at Paladin. Look at Paladin seven point one percent. Look at Paladin's rank win, win percentage, right? So no, normally that that like is up. It's normally like, close. That, that would mean Paladin would be up and up, right? But Paladin actually came down from last week, so that's. But is that is that because Warlock's gone up? Though I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's kind of the win percentage went up, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I, you would think that because Warlock's good, then I guess, but yeah, odd, like Odd Paladin would take a hit. But anyways, yeah, so um, to, to get back to the question, yeah, definitely right now, I think, is, is, is the clearest. And, and again, when you're probably wondering, like, what am I talking about when I say, um, you know, how is there 15 decks viable or whatever? Well, you know, if you, of course, you go to hsreplay.com again, you can see that there's like five in the tier one right now. And, oh, actually, let me just, if we're just doing like legend and, and rank rank five here, um, you know, you can see five decks are tier one. And then you see this 18,000. Yeah, decks you see like, like 13 in tier two. So it's literally 18 decks right now in, in the top tier two, de- two tiers. And That's I'll crazy. say as well, like it's, it's the sickest meta to cast and to watch tournaments because we had some of the best players in the world bring completely different lineups and do well you know like yeah, that's so sick it's right. not like oh well one lineup crushed everyone and that's the one all the good players brought right. it's like 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 we were saying muzzy and hunter race brought completely different lineups being two of the best players in the world 
Like, yeah. th- there's got to be something said for that. That's insane. Well, it's cool because the players have to choose their line. They, they have to yeah, pick between, like, different decks for each class in their lineup. You know, that that's the limitation of, of the structure mm-hmm. is that you can only pick classes. And when you have diverse decks within the classes, that's when it makes for, like, really interesting decisions. And, like, we got three, we got four hunters, you know, like, three mages, it's you know, what, two warlocks. Yeah, moment? maybe at least three druids in the top right now. Um, I mean, in the past, we've had literally four to five. <laughs> but well, right even now, it's like Maligos, Big, Token, and yeah. Tom. I mean, the Token and Tom are just a like... little bit weaker right now, right this second. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so sick times, definitely sick times. Uh, let's see, next question we got here, Cameron M. Um, he says, what are an example of specific strategies that pro players implement that give them a higher win rate when using the same deck as an amateur player? Um, so uh, here's an example he gave. Was Zelay and Anisiac immediately choosing to go fatigue in the DreamHack final? Oh, that was um, yeah, that was the Druid matchup, right? Where they went um, Druid versus Druid, and DreamHack. I think he was talking about DreamHack Austin, I believe. But um, yeah. So is there like Gara? That's a question to you. Is there any specific things that you feel like pros do regularly? You know, with the decks that are currently being played a lot that amateur players just don't do or, or really, really miss. Um, I think that I think they're just smarter IQ wise. I think the best players in the world right now have higher IQ for sure. Like we're like at a point where it's very hard to compete with the best players. I think they see the best, they see more lines. I know that because I talk to them like all yeah. the time, they see more lines and I, they see them quicker. They see things you wouldn't even see if you would rewatch your own game and analyze your own game. They would see things that you that is, just doesn't pop up in your mind. Is that just like, like more? Is that is that more like games? So they they've experienced these lines, or is it just like, they, they just know the game so just better and they they can see for, lines that. First thing is they're extremely smart. Second thing is I know that actually Temple Storm, the best players, are working together with like Fate to Karma right now. Like the, you can oh. say that. The best ten tournament players in the world are working together, talking about lineups, talking about plays. They will figure stuff out that the average player will not. I, I was just gonna say, uh, any good player at the moment has a good practice group. So yes. instead of one, per- no one person thinks of stuff. That just yeah, that's not how the game works. Like yeah, all of it, them, like hunter race, for, everyone has like a group. For example, that that example one. I'm not sure if that's how you should play the matchup, but Zelay and Amnesiac, right? They both knew that going to fatigue at that time was yeah. deemed the correct strategy. Why did they both know that? Maybe <laughs> because they play together or they play with Maybe people who do play together. With each other before right? the Whereas, I, I, imagine, <laughs> imagine if you're on ladder and you play the token, or you, you're, in a, you're playing against a pleb or amateur player or whatever, you think that amateur player is going to think the correct way to play token druid mirror is to not play anything? They're never going to think that. And then the not play anything punishes the player <laughs> yeah, who exactly. plays first normally. But I'll also say as well, like, I feel like every amateur player just can't mulligan, and the pros are extremely good at it. Like most amateur players don't know what to mulligan for in any given matchup. They they actually, just replay that net and figure out what to mulligan <laughs> too, guys. They, <laughs> they they actually will like I mulligan for my one drops, two drops, yeah. three drops, or as Drew. I mean, Druid's the slightly easy one. I mulligan for ramp, right? But like, look at Warlock mulligans. You know, the Rogue mulligans. Like a lot of them are actually quite difficult based on what matchup. And amateur players, I'm pretty convinced, have 
have mulligan strategies for their deck, but not for their matchups, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and I feel true. like that, like mulligan for me at least, I feel is the hardest part of the game. Yeah. To actually get that mulligan right is very hard. Um, uh, we I think we, that's we get a request that. for that feature all the time. Basically, can we get a basically our mulligan guide for for matchups, right? Versus matchups, um, and not just general. Damn it! Are, are you making that an overlay? So it's not an overlay. I'm talking about, and, then, and it goes <laughs> no, mulligan no, this and no, this. It do that. Oh no, my god! That would actually be pretty sick. That's, a, that's not a bad idea, actually. I'll uh, take that. I might have to be that. Put that down, Raven. No, so right. Yeah, I, I think that I think you're right about that. I think also another thing too is that I, I think a lot of um, amateur players don't know the match, like know that they're not supposed to win matchups like right away, unless it's just like egregious ones, you know, like ones that are just obvious that you're supposed to lose to it. But I think even just like the closer ones, they don't know like how much of an underdog they are. And I think when you know you're an underdog, you will take more aggressive lines. You know, just, like you will take chances like er earlier in games. And a good example would be like Shutterwall games. And we've seen people, we talked last week with Bunny Hopper about this. There's some people that made some bad decisions, obviously, in, in the summer championships. But you could at least see them making those choices where most amateur players do not make those Like when they play Shutterwalk, they just play to the end, right? Like just like you just keep playing until you get every single battle cry and that sort of thing. Where the pros actually play that line, you know, a decent amount of times where they just go for, you know, the, the actual fill the board Shutterwalk um, strategy and, and not the crazy battle cries. So yeah, Pete. People also don't play to the hand. It's something you should learn relatively early. Yeah. But if, if you're playing Zoo and your hand is Soulfire, Leroy, Tarkeeper or something, like you, your game plan is to kill your opponent very quickly and almost certainly ignore most of their stuff because you can't win the trading battle when your hand doesn't tell you that, right? Like you have to play aggressive if that's your hand. Whereas if you have no burn in your hand you have to play for the board because that's also what the deck does but yeah. i think people try gets too set in it's like the maligos deck right the problem people are having at the moment with maligos druid is they're trying to otk every single matchup and in most of the matchups you don't have to otk them mm -hmm. you just play the deck that happens from maligos double moon fire in it you know that like but people are like oh this deck does this one thing that is what i will try to do every single game and and that will yeah. lose you a lot of percentage as well and all of this is because they play a ton of games too, guys, and, and talk about it like with those groups. And this isn't just you know something they innately know either. It's just over time, I think they they've gained this knowledge, and they do have they they are smart people too. So they they, they probably figured out that that game with Zelay and Amnesiac. I don't think they've played very many of those games, like those type of games where they they they're going into fatigue with those two druids. Um, they might have talked about it in theory, but never gone through it. So watching them actually navigate it live, I, th I thought was the biggest eye-opening thing for me. You know, because I, I could tell that they were like working things out like on the fly, and that was like really cool to see how how that ended up um, matching up at the end. Um, okay, follow-up question, Cameron. I think from a previous week, how much how much of reaching legend ever meant simply understanding variance and putting in the time to grind with the 55, 65 percent win rate? Gara is probably a perfect person to ask for this. <laughs> like, because he, he says, "I'm wondering if players struggling to reach legend often are simply giving up too soon, or going on tilt, not fully understanding the variance involved in a five to fifteen percent edge deck." Are you trying to uh, insinuate I don't hear legend, Jeremy? No, no, it's just like <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. Gara gets to legend on three ladders. Okay, so uh, clearly uh, he's uh, being uh, more efficient than we are. <laughs> uh, actually, like 
I was thinking about it the other day. I might actually be the player that reached legend the most times in the world. Okay. Because no, yeah, just exactly like the amount. Not like I'm not saying the fastest right, right, right. or anyway. Because right. I was the first player in the world that played on two servers. Like I had to make like in the very few few first seasons, you had to make an, right. an extra account. Couldn't play on multiple servers. And since then, I'm reaching legend every season. Like now, three servers for many years. I think I reached legend two hundred plus times. Um. The, sometimes it's just harder to solve the meta, but it was never really difficult to. I think once you reach legend fifty or sixty times, you just know what you have to do to reach legend, right? Even when things are going bad, yeah. Even if you're stuck on let's say rank four for multiple days in a row, uh, to not tilt. I think the most important thing is to not. I I saw actually people that messaged me that said uh, that they they played for twenty four hours, they dropped from rank two to rank four, went to sleep, and then woke up. And reach legend in like three or four hours. Yeah. So it's it streaky, super, man. It's streaky. It's very like time inefficient and bad if you're like exhausted to keep playing. So many do that, right? They keep, oh my god, I just dropped the rank. Now I will just play till I get my rank mm -hmm. back, and then they drop another rank, and then I'm like, okay, I just want to get at least one rank back, and then they're away for twenty hours. Um, your brain can only do so many decisions per day. And fatigue is like you have to be. It's a mental game, right? Hard I is. Yeah, I also think as well it's like keeping up to date on how your stats are going because if you're playing a deck and then that day or over two days, you are actually just you say your deck's weak to paladin, you you're playing rogue, right, on ladder, and you face like mostly paladin. You should either switch deck after a decent amount of games or just stop and try tomorrow or at a different time because the the more you think, oh well I've got a sixty percent win rate, this is going well. After like two days of like mainly facing one deck that you're losing against, you should probably just switch if you can. But also that's like a, a tough line to walk because I know some people who like lose a game and switch because they're angry and then lose a game and switch because they're angry. And that's yeah. also no good. So I think like keep just like you said, Garage, not telling keeping a calm head is actually important. Because <laughs> just as much as you get hyped when you win six games, seven games, eight games in a row, well, you could just lose eight games in a row, but it's fine, right? That's just that's the game, yeah. right? That that's the way it works. And this is this is all assuming. I mean, there, there's another added facet to this too, which is, um, you know, how good you are at playing a deck too. Like, that's one thing I really, really want to add to the site soon. You know, like in in the future, is is just a, you know, it's it's almost like a rating of how how good you are at playing this deck, so that you know, you, the the biggest thing is just to know why you're losing. You know, like, and, and whenever you lose, I think one of the biggest frustrations for people, and that's why, like, AsiaFreePlay.net and sites, you know, like ours is good is because it, it gives you reasoning behind it. And then it gives you a way to try to fix it. And I think right now, one thing that's, you know, missing a bit from the community is just, like, knowing how good of a player you are at a certain deck. You know, like, what, like how are you compared to the average person that plays um, even Warlock right now, you know, and because if you just look at the general stats and it says that you should be winning and you're losing, then it's like super frustrating you, right? And, and it's just like, why am I still losing? Even though like most people are having like a 58% win percentage. So, um, you know, I think that element of it is important too. And my point is, is like, you, you need to play a deck long enough to actually know how to play it correctly too. And, oh. you know, that sort of thing. Also as well, like if, if you visit like one deck you want to play, try and find a streamer who's streaming, which you can do on HS Replay, I believe, uh, if they have that on. But um, streamers will often explain plays or even just watch them and copy what they do. If they're playing 
even luck for and they're up against druid what does their mulligan look like what's their first few turns they'll probably talk about the game plan just copy them and then you'll start to understand what the correct motions are for any given matchup uh, yeah, I, like I, I learned so much watching streamers. I actually yeah. watch more Hearthstone than I play, to be completely honest. Because like for me, just listening to other people talk about it is actually like really important. Mm -hmm. I can add another tip. Is another thing is definitely self awareness. It's like if you know this deck is good enough to reach legend. Let's say if you play a deck that someone got rank one legend with, you just have to know this deck is good enough to reach legend. If this guy reaches rank one legend with it, so. Um, if you keep losing with it, then you're either not playing it good enough or you're tilted because oh. you're losing too much or the meta right now at this moment is not good enough, so you should take a break. Um, a, a lot of people just switch too often, definitely. Well, like, it's, oh. I, th I think one thing, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll add one thing to, you know, with that, and this is, <laughs> I feel like I'm, I keep talking about the site right now, but, um, you know, when somebody gets to rank one legend, say with like Shutterwalk Shaman or something like that, that doesn't represent what's good for you, like where you are too. Like playing Shadowwalk Shaman at like rank ten, you know, rank nine. I don't know if that's good right this second, you know. Like I, I in fact, I, I would say that's bad. Like actually, to, for folks at that rank playing, you know, something that somebody who's obviously again at the top of the skill cap of piloting a Shadowwalk Shaman, you know, um, would be. You know what I mean? So. Uh, what I'm trying to say is at your rank, there, there's like a combination of elements that like probably play a role as to like whether you can climb or not. One is just like what everybody else at your rank is playing and then B, just how good you are at playing that deck, you know, and... One final quick tip as well is if you actually want to climb and you're not going to... And, and you, you actually want to hit Legend, seriously, uh, don't sit and play whilst watching Netflix or, or watching something else. <laughs> or paying your no, bills. I, 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 uh, yeah, no, I, I, know, I do this dude. all the time. I, I have Netflix too. on and I'm I, playing like this. I do too. Click, click. And I play I so bad. I play so bad because I'm not even paying it. I'm, I'm playing too. a green card every turn and hoping it's correct. So I'm not even paying attention. And the times I actually sit I can have music on and stuff, but the times I actually sit and play Hearthstone properly, my win rate difference is honestly like like this. I'm not, I'm not yeah. joking, it's insane. Like Because I'm not sat watching a show whilst clicking now and again on Hearthstone. You sit, focus, and play the game. And you'll see your win rate go up, honestly. like That's a promise right there if you just focus on just Hearthstone. Yeah. When it's, you're playing. it's not just purely number of games. It's actually purely like number of quality games. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, all right. Uh, maybe one last one. Um, see okay here's a good one azer asks considering that the general population of hearthstone uses net decks to ladder why would the creation of decks to try and beat the meta not be the best option to use instead i guess his question is like instead of playing the best deck why isn't it you know creating the deck that counters it the best option because most people about it deck building I think I think it is the best option. I just don't think that you, like you said, like I don't think a lot of people are are good at almost doing everyone it. in the world yeah. is bad at deck building exactly. right now. Exactly. Like, no, no, the reason is they are the best uh, decks for a reason because you have too much sample size. If you if you if HS replay shows you even not being the best deck with fifty two percent win rate with like one million game sample size against other top tier decks, you can't just randomly come up with a deck that beats that it's 
it's basically solved. It's too That's, much. I don't. Okay, so no, I, no. I talked to I, I talked to Strefko. Like a lot of top players, best deck builders in the world, are trying to beat those best decks. It's super hard. Like yeah. even for the very best deck builders, because and, it's and just too much sample size. Well, one thing I'll say as well is like, if you tell me to build a deck that beats a deck, right? You probably can build something as a good percentage, like a a percentage you would be happy yeah. playing, right? The issue is, especially in meta right now, what if you face the other decks? You just get crushed. You cannot build a deck that beats all of the top tier right. decks. That like right. eh, that is impossible because the top tier decks are so varied. But if you if you want to build a deck that just beats one thing that you've seen a lot, fantastic. You can do that. But you cannot build a deck that will beat one awesome deck and do well at other things. The closest I think we got was like what Spiteful Druid probably had the overall best matchups we've what seen you recently. Talk about Spiteful Druid this weekend. Yeah, th th that was like a surprise. But too. I, yeah, yeah, I think like that was like 51% versus everything at one point. Oh, <laughs> you know, like yeah, something yeah. random like that where it was like it's just a good deck to just sit and jam because it's fairly straightforward too. But you cannot like deck build your way out of a, a six, you know, high powered deck meta because like you cannot build that seventh deck that beats the other six or it would have been no. built by now. I so I would say you know just kind of like a devil's advocate here. It's like I think that that you know what you the you know Azure is suggesting happens on a daily basis. Like I just don't think you know like you said, Raven. You can't look at it from the standpoint there's like one deck that's going to beat everything in the meta. No, you're just looking for the deck that beats the top thing in the meta. You know, and and, and kind of trying to figure out you know, and then then how it does against maybe the next best thing, and then kind of working your way down. I just think it's done in such a subtle way that people don't don't acknowledge it or, or realize it like when the meta changes it's because somebody came up with a, a refinement or a better deck it just takes a while for it to actually catch hold in the meta but the fact that the meta does change in itself means that there's some there, there were somebody that was changing it and you know you, whenever a streamer catches window of it or if it's like in a highly televised event then it just seems to catch fire much faster but there are a lot of decks and i'm sure blizzard team can can attest that that these decks appear and then they just kind of like get great win percentages, but nobody knows about them and they just kind of disappear. And that happens even on our site too. Like I, I do look in our database, like, like for the daily best decks, like here and there, um, you know, several times a week at least. And I just kind of look and I'm like, Hmm, nobody's playing this like right now, <laughs> you know, or this, this version that changed like four cards or something. And a lot of times they just don't catch win and they just disappear. And you know, like, but sometimes they do catch wind and then it just becomes something huge, you know? So it, it, it's happening. It's just not, you know, unless it's like high profile, you don't actually see it, you know? And, and that's, that, that's what's so fascinating about meta, you know, and getting a chance to see it, mm -hmm. see it kind of happening. Uh, I, so. I think this right now though, it's probably as hard as it's ever been. Yeah, I think so like, right now. Like you queue any of the top tier decks, you might crush one matchup and get crushed by another because it's savage in the top tier at the moment. Like, mm -hmm. like people are playing Odrog at super high legend, but then people are also playing Miracle Rogue at pretty high legend. And you're like, wait, why wouldn't you just play Odrog then? It's like, well, guess what? People are playing Shudderwalk as well. <laughs> right. And it's just like, oh my God. Like, and as you saw in popularity, mm -hmm. like if the popularity, like the graphic you graphic showed earlier, was like 50% one deck, fantastic build a deck that crushes that yeah but it just isn't is it it's like what 20 percent maximum or something we've seen or whatever like, it's like for, for one deck i mean like that, mm -hmm. that would be insane probably way less actually yeah crazy. so um 
in the very beginning of an expansion, it, it's great to do. That. I mean, that's when you have the fastest reaction to sure. it, right? Yeah, like yeah. somebody builds a quest rogue, for instance, back in the day when quests were good, super good, just trying to figure out whatever can beat that, right? In the very first few days of a of, of a, a season that or the expansion, that's when it's most visible. You know that countering whatever is strong has a huge impact. But like Gar said, as it gets more developed and developed and delved and figured out, it, that's been when it's, it's super tough. Um, okay. Uh, I think that's about it, guys. Kind of wrap up. It's been good. Thanks for everybody for watching. We kind of had a, uh, I don't know, I guess for the English here, it was a little bit disappointing, <laughs> I think, finish to the... HGG's next week, Chad. HGG, yeah. England get, <laughs> get revenge in HGG, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, yeah, it's been a great show. I think we covered all the good stuff with the, the Booms Day project, project. I'm sure the next few weeks are going to be laced with a lot of cards, so get ready for uh, another round of reviews coming up, I'm sure. And uh, keep the questions coming. If you've got any questions, email us at valuetown at uh, hsreplay.net. And, uh, you know, I'll start reading out some of those. You can, you can also send to valuetown at chamabia.tv if you're used to that email too, because I look at those. And um, why don't we do some shout-outs, wrap the show up. Raven, always a pleasure. It's always awesome having you on, especially talking about new expansions and all that good stuff. So uh, any shout-outs you want to do before you take off? Uh, yeah, just general stuff like uh, G2. It's, it's nothing you guys don't already know. But follow me at Ravencast uh, on Twitter uh, and RavenHS on Twitch. I do stream pretty much every day, streaming a lot of Hearthstone recently and also a couple of other games. Uh, but but yeah, just uh, I'm in HCG next week and the week after. I've got the first two weeks there. And then I'm moving on to another tournament, but it's not been good. Busy man, dude. Yet, so, uh, busy, busy um, man. But, but HCG is going to be sick, though. It's Swiss rounds. Ooh, uh, I think nice. there's, uh, yeah. So Swiss the first rounds, how does that work? Like, I guess a team, oh, I guess the teams just team play. Swiss, like, yeah. Like Swiss, yeah. Uh, but it makes yeah. it cooler just because there's less, like, uh, just closed off groups. We can cover more stuff. Uh, but yeah, HCG is actually going to be sick. I think uh, we, we need some more team stuff in, in our lives, and, and now is the time. Uh, and, and yeah, there's a few more events coming up, but I can't really talk about too much yet. Uh, but this should be pretty obvious. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, Chairman. I appreciate chatting some Hearthstone as always, especially with you, Gara, because I know we don't agree on almost anything. So it's <laughs> always makes very good true. combos. <laughs> okay, we don't agree on the stuff we were talking off camera there. <laughs> but we'll save that for another time. Thanks. Right. Uh, Gara, how about you, man? Um, only shout out to, to my stream, Twitch TV slash Garabashaman. I stream every single day, eight hours plus. And in three minutes is my birthday. Oh, is birthday. it really? Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell us that. I, I oh, actually I just, just, yeah, I just remembered. Happy birthday, dude, in three happy minutes. Birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's like a special one. I'll be 30 years old. So this is like Ooh. the last three minutes in my 20s for the rest of my life. Gara, old shaman. Let's not talk about it. Let's move on. <laughs> Gara Oldish Shaman. Gara Old Shaman. Can change his, his yes. stream attack to that. No, no, no. Happy birthday, dude. Hope you uh, have a, a great day tomorrow. Any plans? Don't tell me you're just going to be laddering all day, please. I'm, please. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stream all day. And tomorrow is no soccer match, so it feels bad, man. So I have no reason to go out. I don't know. Hopefully, in the evening, I'll go out, get some drinks or something. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Sounds good, man. Sounds good. And I'll wrap things up. No, I'm not. I'm not going to sing for him. Right? That's, I'm sorry. Happy I was not prepared. Okay. If you do it, then maybe, maybe I, I could be coerced into singing. But it's fine. No, it's no. not quite birthday yet, anyway. Yeah, exactly. 
It's only it's, o- it's only eleven p.m. in England, so that's true. I'm way too it's, early. it's six o'clock here, so it's not even close. No, no, no. But uh, wrap things up by uh, again thanking you guys for watching. You can get catch the YouTube um, cl- uh, vods on YouTube.com/slash/hsreplaynet, or you can catch it just as usual on um, youtube.com slash uh, you can find it on iTunes and Google Play and soundcloud.com slash and Spotify too if you just search for Valley Town you'll find us uh, you know leave us a message there too it's really you know really helps with people trying to find a Hearthstone podcast that they might like and um, that's about it just another shout out to our, our sponsor th- this week ZipRecruiter and of course, HS Replay, you can go check that out. But uh, for Raven, Gara, and myself, Chain Man B, we'll see you next week. Peace.